Hello. Say three on the microphone, but two on the fucking headphone. That's annoying. Say, 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 say. Yep, there. Yep. How about there, Nick? Oh, there we go. Look at that up here. Fuck, it's North Melbourne one. Yeah, no, it's you. That's what you do. No way. Well, of course they do. And he was all like, he was all like, oh, do we start again? I can do it again. And would you just let the cat lick it off, mate? Why bother the cat lick? Perfect. Just even Mate, three beers in, you, it'd be... Three think, beers in. Everything would change. It's like and, a federal election. Everything's changed. Yeah, well, and there'd be different vibes, for sure. They're completely Ooh. different vibes. Oh, you, is that a taste tester for the... No, nah, there's no point talking about any of that. Nothing's happened. We ready a lot of holidays, apparently. Anyway, ready yeah. to kick off. Kick it off, mate. Kick it off. Episode 45. I actually looked and made sure. I'm, like, I'm not going to do the fucking, oh, what episode is it again? Because we mm. never fucking remember. We actually, never we looked remember. and checked. It's 45. We're professionals. That's good. We're That's good. It's good to be very, back in the shed. We are back in the shed. Mm-hmm. We, we did miss you, mate. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't miss that much, though. It was only Richard Dennis. Oh, I know. I, know. I heard the episode wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad, actually. It was um, pretty good. It was all right. You guys did all right yeah, without okay. me. <laughs> We made each other together. We held up an end, mate. Yeah, no. <laughs> he got sore backs from Karen. Yeah, no, it's fine. I get it. It was actually, it was pretty good, but COVID's got balls, and I, yeah, I don't really want to get it again if I can help it, to be honest. Well, fucking hell, it's going around. Yeah, it's fucking going around. Going it's everywhere. Around, and you can get it multiple times, unfortunately. Even after four weeks. So I've been six weeks, and I'm just not excited about that at all. Oh, I think um, Nadelle was saying that someone she spoke to recently... Uh, one of their relatives had had it three times. Awesome. <coughs> In Tassie? Yeah. This annoys me. Nadelle's just a registered nurse. Like, that's yeah. nothing compared to doing Google and YouTube research. It's <laughs> a hoax. Fuck's sake. It's a bloody hoax. Like it, I don't like your sources. No, Thanks. I prefer Freedom Australia Facebook page, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Abby, so, Abby so Yemeni. So oh. much reliable information. So, you know, Abby, Trevor shared something. It was about what – I can't remember what it was like um, – anti-lockdown and then pro-lockdown. So he'd done like a video like right at the start being like pro-lockdown, you know, we just got to do what we got to do to fucking make sure this thing doesn't spread and fucking, you know, listen to the government and all Mm. this shit. And then like six months later, he's like, fuck this government, everyone should write and fucking lockdowns are bullshit. Yeah, they tune right in. There's been a few like that. Um, Bill Burr, the comedian, he switched. He was Yeah, he went hardcore in line with the government and then switch pretty quick and now it's almost like they've got to walk back so they're in the cool not the cool club but you know the fucking edgy the edgy the edgy, hard edgy guys kids. yeah he's on the edge it. isn't he old Bill yeah he's and like the PR guy edge. didn't he he's held Storch so he was good PR, he kept going that is Dan Andrews fucking secret agent no, he's, a a star, he's a staffer mate <laughs> his name's not Jeremy <laughs> he's secret he's agent no, his name's Jeremy <laughs> so ordinary <laughs> Get you're not a, you're not a real, real person. Build up, build up to be this superstar because he was fucking ruining it for journalists. He was giving better takes. He was asking better, like, to the room type questions. Yeah, he was balling. He had to be on the inside, but apparently Absolutely. he wasn't. Just a normal guy. Just standard fucking bloke. Yep. Funny that. So I suppose the real issue now is um, a bit like Friendly Geordies. We're sort of, we're out of content. There's nothing. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing going on around the world. Well, we just um, predict the fight. Every, the fight's everything. over. Oh, Elec- electing a yep. centre right government's job done. The, the reform. <laughs> the reform will come. No need for a revolution, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> no need at all. No Trump. need to flip cars, Clarkie. Uh, it's all. It's all over. The reforms happen. We're in government. Trump's we- gone. Morrison's gone. Boris is gone. It's fucking job done. Fucking the, pack up. Go home. We were talking about that today at the pub about the Boris thing. He's um, the number one. 
potential. He's like an Indian origin, somebody, and he's he's it's just one shit show to another. Like That's right. His his missus earns something like eleven million dollars or something passively through family IT and company that they own in India, and it's all this offshore. Hard work. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to pay tax because it's offshore and it's just wealth that goes through wherever, Ireland or fucking wherever, and it makes its way. No yeah, but she, she no, It's just another had, Tory with a fucking... She never had a smashed ava. She just worked hard to get there. Yeah, that's right. That well, stuff. you have to if you're going to be passively you earning $11 million a year. The, the Tory party in the UK make the Australian Liberal Party look, look well-connected with the punters. Like they, make yep. it, they make it look like it's fucking... Yeah, brothers in arms at a at a community level compared yes. to the Tory. That's full old money. Yep. Like yeah, like and top, no, top no hats, shame, no shame, coattails. No like cunts look like Winston Churchill. With oh, especially and don't the upper think house. That that's ironic. Bank that's hilarious. Lawn. The upper house is like the, it's the law. House of law. Yeah, literally <laughs> la- landowners, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not weird that my family just is. I don't know why I'm here. Oh, fuck it. Hell. Turn up. I was asleep. Whatever. It is pretty funny. That- I- I loved um, that quote from old mate who was a, like a Labor politician and he said, half, half of oh, that yeah. side are all crooks. Well, like, withdraw and that comment. Withdraw that. The speaker's like, withdraw that comment. It's outrageous. And it's like, okay, half of those people over there aren't crooks. <laughs> <laughs> Den- Dennis Skinner. Yes. Oh, he's got some great but, YouTube compilations. Oh, doesn't yeah. he? But I'll tell you who else has got some Good fucking compilations. Mick Lynch. Oh, the um, secretary, secretary for the transport workers? Yeah. Yep. Fucking hasn't he been on fire? A- Absolute. And every opportunity. comrades over there. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's offside too. The the ginger fella, he'd only be young, probably in his 30s or something like that. And he's clearly under the wing of Mick Lynch. And it's just amazing. Every time they go on these talk shows... It's like, well, aren't the unions being a little bit greedy about asking for all this money for the members and blah, blah, It's like, well, when are we going to have the fucking discussion about how greedy these companies are, these top, like, whatever it is over there, the top yeah. ASICs companies right. equivalent, and go, they've been making 70-something percent profit the last two years through the pandemic. CEOs are getting golden parachutes in the fucking tens and some in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Who's been greedy here, to be honest? So like, mm. Is it the guy who's cleaning the fucking toilets at the local train station, or is it really the guy who's at the board and... Really, you know, if someone if the mar- if market economics is about equilibrium, if there's there needs to be there has to be a balance. So it's either you limit wages, you got to limit profit. Mm. Like, how is that not fair? It mm. can't be about uh, anyway. Well, that where is the invisible? We've, no, we've never spoken about that. before. They call it the invisible sake. land for a reason. You just cannot fucking see it. Like, yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's not to be fucking yeah. seen in any form. I don't, I don't think we should introduce a new topic like that to the podcast. <laughs> they, um, we've never spoken about that. <laughs> All right, but they, but they recognised pretty quickly that they were getting fucking smashed by Lynchy, mm. and they stopped giving they, him, de- they stopped giving him a platform. They deplatformed yep. him. Uh, yeah. But there's another. Like there's an online news of some sort, isn't there? The um, there's, there's and a few, they, they few got accused. They basically online. been accused. Like they're pretty well funded, but they basically got accused of being a, a Mick Lynch fan. <laughs> like RT, as you, as RT you, just got something like or that. Or yeah, as yeah, you should yeah. be. If you're not a, in the Mick Lynch fan club, fucking get a grip. You should be. Mm. Well, you can accuse the fucking the other side of just being Tory fan club yeah, exclusively. There was, there was like a um, equivalent to Sky News reporter fucking moping around these fucking um, train stations where these picket lines were and there was this cab driver oh, yeah. like standing there and he's like winded up and he's like oh here's a fucking free kick for me and he's like gave this Dorothy to this cabbie about oh you know strikes and fucking it's no good and you know it'd be impacting you hard and blah 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 and you know what do you think about that and he's like 
first and foremost, I just want to say that I give full support to the striking workers <laughs> on an ex-coal miner. <laughs> yes, oh, it, oh, wow. Yeah, it's wow. Like, yes, it's tough on everyone, but this, you know, we've just got to fucking suck it up and fucking, That's you know, amazing. solidarity with the comrades. And, like, the news reporter, like, he's give this mad, awesome spirit. He's like, oh, uh, fuck. Okay, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he read the room badly there. Oh, he yeah. lashed back at the newsroom. Oh, They're going, didn't you fucking check, you idiot? Fuck, yeah. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck, it was good. It was That's, so good. As if there's if there's ever been a fucking marginalised, oppressed group of fucking people... I'll, I'll workers in it. yeah, workers in the UK and under Thatcher, holy fuck! Well, they've fucking there's been a million songs written about that struggle. And that was before any global warming or any stuff like that. It was literally I don't know whatever it was. Cut that out. But yeah, it's um. I'm not cutting shit out. Mate. He's uh, he thought he was going to get a um individual based small business owner, and he um he found fucking another rabbit hole. Where are you doing, Clark? Are you searching for it, are you? Look at he's got it. Yes, I am searching for it. Let's have a look here. That was a good thing about your last potty. No cuts. No cuts. No edits. That's the first cut. That's good. No cuts. Then, uh, then, then there might have been some cuts, but, you know, the magic. Of Not by the time I heard it, it wasn't. Oh, it was the, fucking. The magic of, you know. Rolled gold. We've come a long way. The magic of the marketplace. We've come a long way. It's the invisible hand. It's tough times for the taxi drivers, and it's even tougher times now that these rail <laughs> strikes are going to put a squeeze on, on, your, on your trade. Yeah, First and foremost, I want to say that the uh, men and women... Listen to his accent. It's amazing. Totally, totally, totally 100% back them. They have a right to stand up for the working rights. Um, And it's unfortunate that we don't have more uh, unions that are strong enough to stand up for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm an ex-coal miner myself, so I believe in the union structure. Um, But, yeah, I totally support them. If it has to bite on us, then so be it. You know, we're prepared to do that. You know, we made the strongest stuff around these parts. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for talking to me. That's the slightly longer industrial way of saying eat a fucking fat dick. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, it was good. Like, what a good scout. Mm. Eat a big girthy one. Look up more of that. Look up more of Mick Lynch. It's uh, brilliant. Absolutely oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. Fucking oath. So Puts good. a fire in your belly, Clarky, doesn't it? What else What else has been going on, though? Oh, it's like, been a bit. Since we caught up with Comrade Gillum. Oh, it's been a bit. This, the ALP's uh, in. It's, you know... Assange is fucking off to the US. He's gone... He's, he's had enough with the UK. He's off to the US. Oh, he's going over the UK. Oh, mm, fucking US. It's not yeah, good. Right. Actually, there was... We, that, did you see the thing today? Small it, thing. It's Ed Snowden. Because you were hooked up to the laptop there. I'll flick you this one, Clarky. Let's throw a, a, a positive fucking one over the fence. Here we go. go. Um, Bernard Cleary and Witness K. Oh, got, oh, yes. That is good. Um, in a weird way, uh, that is good by the ALP. They've drawn line in the sand, but they also weirdly were at pains to say this is not a precedent for all matters of this kind. So it was an exception. Uh-huh. But justice be done, government secrets um, and all this national security. And people have been saying, Where, what is happening? What are you doing? Well, <laughs> okay. I am part of the great resignation. I don't know what's I'm going part on of the, there, I'm part of the great resignation of this fucking podcast. That's not what Shit. I mean. No, I'd start a plan without my consent. Well, that's going to get weird. Is that what we're talking about tonight? Was it manufactured consent, Chris? Um, Chomsky style? <laughs> Start, sorry, Mick. Sorry, Mick. You no, were no, saying? It's all, right, it's all right, but, um, you know, Witness K, Bernard Cleary, that's, that should be the minimum standard of things. Like Snowden, Apple, say reliable right now. Um, Assange, Snowden, all that stuff should be fucking waved through. And if the Democratic Party and the Labor Party were anything about... Um, transparency and B 
being for the people, then they should welcome that sort of transparency and that sort of um, activity to promote the best interests of the little people, not mm. a smokescreen and a national security apparatus to protect big business. Well, this is the win we're seeing, isn't it? Like even today, the announcement that they're going to extend the um, the cash payments for uh, casual workers who yep. get COVID. You know, you're a government mandate. You you've got to stay at home. You can't go to work. But if you don't, if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. So something you've got to fucking. I get their point. They resisted because they wanted to make the point that we can't be supporting shit fucking businesses who pay via the means of, you know, um, making workers second-class citizens by keeping them casual and long-term casual and all this sort of shit. But there is a genuine and always, most likely will be, percentage of the workforce that's going to be casual. So they rolled it back. So that today was an example. Yesterday, whenever it was, was an example of um, how Labor traditionally and a fair chunk of the time will prioritise working people over capital. They'll listen to working people, they'll hear what they have to say and they'll make a decision. Not always, like there's been plenty of examples that it doesn't, but there are more likely going to be decisions like that going forward. And the same with Witness K, it just fucking makes sense. I think it was a very, it's a sign that Labor are a lot smarter. They've learnt from being in the bush forever Mm. um, because they, uh, and at risk of sounding like an insider's hack, the, they laid laid a wreath at the feet of the Liberals and said, oh, that was a Liberal problem. They can't bang that drum for 10 years like the Liberals no, did, no, and no. I fucking will scald them if they do. Mm. But they have said that was a Liberal program. They let the problem come to them. They highlighted the fact that there is an, a, a mainstream economic concern. Mm. They didn't own it, and they let the nature of the health issue and the pandemic come to them and they made a good decision in the interest of working-class people. Oh, for sure, yeah. In terms of mainstream politics, I've got to say, that's a fucking big tick. Was I shitting myself two days ago when they were just saying... Hold no staunch. No, oh, no pandemic increase. I was thinking, is that going to be the first of a thousand cuts? Yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> but I've got to say, I'm hopeful, about three and a half seconds into their government, that they might, might be thinking a little bit slower, a little bit more clear, and being uh, a bit more savvy with their, you know, inverted commas, politics, because... For my whole life, they've been out politic by the libs. Well, the, the Witness K thing has given me a fair bit of hope because about two weeks ago, I think it was, Alexander Downer was on uh, Q&A and he was fucking, to his form, he'd fucking go a little bit chaotic and, and scattergun as his brain would fire off. He had a, a history of doing that when he was actually in position of foreign minister. Yeah, he started walking himself into corners talking about fucking East Timor and it's like, yeah, no, great. Tell us more about East Timor. Go on. And then at that point, I thought, fuck, someone is in this panel has got the inside mail that something's about to happen. And then it did happen and it's like, well, that's good. So for the uh, Julian Assange case and the fact that uh, Albanese's been, you know, jet-setting around the country, around the world. He's been rubbing shoulders with people who can make that decision Airbus, change. Airbus, elbow. Well, <laughs> I know. And, oh. and the irony of that that fucking tag is that... So, bloody, sorry, mate, that's fucking... Well, Potato Heads, he's on holidays in the US doing some unscrupulous fucking there's networking. A, there's a slight difference between being abroad in these two... If, oh, if you try and line it up... Depends and they did, which side of the fence you're on, though, they did. True, they did get true. smacked. True. The libs that came out and said, oh, he's off, he's, you know, absent while in charge and all that sort of stuff, mm. they did get fucking pumped mm. because when you look at the matters that were being taken care of, you know, fixing up relationships that were fucking non-existent in the Pacific. France. Also sort of walking a what seems like an impossible line with the China debate. Mm. I've, I've still got to tip my cap that they're 
prepared to dig at that coalface mm. because it, it would be really easy to throw your hands up and not try and do anything with the Pacific that the Libra shat on, mm. not try and do anything with the... And I'm not saying spectre of China in a bad way. I'm just saying because it's been built up to be this thing that it's not really. It's not really at all. We're still doing trade. It's like the Russian thing. They're still fucking selling no, gas. The, and it's the like- biggest issue, though, is... Um, well, no, I think it's. I think all my issue's bigger than yours, Chris. No, so how, who are you to say? No, I'm just going to put it up. What are your sources? I've got the inside mail. <laughs> I've got the in- and I've got fucking Ger- and I've got quality sources. Ooh, Jared, Jared Henderson is not a good source. Clark, I gonna, keep I telling got, you, I've got fucking. Yeah, better, he's he's Clarky's bitch to get a spot on the couch for insiders tomorrow. Clarky, the floor is yours. Than that, mate. I'll do, I, the you, real you mail. Talk the and real I'll, mail. You do the talk. And I'll, I'll do, do the, the real spe- mail. I'll do the Spearsy grunt. You go. I'll oh, do, yes. re- I'll do <laughs> the real mail. <laughs> the real mail is it's all the Marxist teachers in Tory private schools that have corrupted our youth that have sent. This country down the toilet and voting for teals. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, yes. not, not yeah. down the toilet, being sucked into the air conditioners in there. Mm, mm. Yes, yes, that's right. But, but what, what are you going to? What about the economy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that our once, that, once that, you that know, was definitely the tone of Spearsy, though. <laughs> once you know, You've you know. So, Paul, uh, look, listener, I apologise. If you, if you do spend an hour of your Sunday to the oh. and now you, you weren't aware of the Spearsy grunt. You hear it now. You near a... So when someone's talking and Spearsy's had enough, you hear a... <laughs> it's half frustration, half nervous tick, isn't it? Of like course, it's fucking, because yeah. they're going places that aren't like... Let's just talk about liberal tactics for fucking oh, an hour. But now hell. that um, Labor's been in government, like Mick said, for six seconds and haven't fixed everything... Um, Shame on them. I think I agree with what you were saying before about thank fuck they're being smart about it. A lot of people are coming out of the woodwork and going, oh, well, fuck's sake, there's all these things and fucking fix everything at once. But if take the stage three tax cuts, for instance, which are absolutely fucking putrid. Mm. Labor wouldn't um, have won government. They've got to be smart. They've got to be smart about, look, they only just got over the line, let's be fucking honest. And those till suites, suites, those till seats could swing fucking blue or fucking something could happen there that forms some other coalition because they are just fucking conservative economically anyway. So they give a fuck about the environment apparently but still back in the current economic mode. Labor's (laughs) got to be fucking really smart because they don't, and I've said this to workers out there, they do not have the air cover from the electorate to do anything that's fucking what we would say would be bold, which would be abolish stage three tax cuts. That Mm. would be a bold thing to do. Fucking oath it would be. They don't have the air cover to do that yet. They're, second they've second got to be, term. They've second got to, term. They've got to be smart to even get a second term. That's right. They've got to be real smart. And yeah. you look at the tactics that have come out already, you know, the second week, oh, you know, Labor fucking, and they'd go, well, you know, we've been handed a fucking shit sandwich by the Libs. Oh, you can't keep banging on about the Libs. Fucking. <laughs> Fuck the Libs here. You've, you've been in power for a fucking week, mate. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Get it done. Get it finished. The, when the, the Liberals only just stopped talking about Gough Whitlam. Yeah. Like, but, that's, <laughs> but that's true, Mick. Like, it's yeah. not even ironic or... No. It's not... not even sarcasm. He's a Marxist like Whitlam. It's true. Frydenberg was talking about that shit during the election. Oh, Frydenberg. Oh, so (laughs) many good stories. Frydenberg, Wilson. Poor Frydenberg. But anyway, do we have some background? Has he got any money left in the bank? Go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. Go on. No, I was just... You're just so many tangents we could go down here. A just million. Try, just trying to refocus because, yeah, Frydenberg getting, losing his oh. seat was amazing. We'll while yeah, while we're on off. that, shall we, shall we fucking <laughs> graciously celebrate God. the loss of people that... Yes, let's do it. Look, there's one option here. 
we take the road that the Houses of Parliament do, which is when someone on the other side of Parliament loses a seat or is retiring, oh, they yeah. all do a, a weird fucking circular jerk off and yeah. like mm. piss in their pocket and tell funny stories, even though these cunts literally committed crimes against humanity, yep. against the working class. Or we could just give them a send off for the shit cunts they are. Yes, that there's I two like options the second, there. I like the second yeah, option. There is a second option there. That that's Fucking the road. Good riddance, you can't. So I'm going to unfortunately say, it's I'm the road less travelled. Yep. I'll say a name, and oh then God. we can just like we can say like the first feeling that you have in your nice. body. Nice. Yeah, let's okay. do that. Let's, Ooh, let's play that game. Role play a bit. Yeah, cool. Go for it. Go. T- Tim Wilson. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Moderate, moderate conservative was the uh, tag that was being thrown around by that fella, and moderate would be anything fucking, couldn't be anything further from the truth. He's a stain, didn't mind parking his car in weird places after big nights out. <laughs> Goes to the chapel, invites friends. <laughs> so, sorry, but I, no, allegedly, a, allegedly. But just a putrid human. Of course. Well, he's in the wrong side of, on the, of the parliament. For a start, but that doesn't exclusively make that some person. They're still human at the end of the day, like a boss. They're still I'm gonna, human. I'm oh. going to make a new word with hyphens. Purge. Fucking cockhead shit artist. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Wilson. Yeah. Fuck. He was a walking fucking meme, though, wasn't he, for for putting his foot in it and, and so on. And Fact, he's, What uh, could you say nice about him? It was That's a beautiful thing. And I shall let me return to this point about... Be careful what you wish for and mm. the short-term versus the medium and long-term with Tim Wilson gone. Right. You've got a teal in place. T- that's the thing. Do you want- the teals? Can I go there? Oh, can I go there right? I'd love you to. The teals are fucking, can be a case study for all where false hope belongs. So, yes, y- yes, we uh, have said that this potty is about catharsis for us. So we may as well be talking to no one because we just record that as good friends in the shed. Some but, episodes we more or less are, Mick. Yes, and it, <laughs> almost exclusively. <laughs> but it, apparently some people listen to this. So you need to you need to have homework and you also need to know what our very dubious angles are on looking forward. The till the major parties uh, vote continues to collapse. Uh, the Liberal Party's vote collapsed more than the Labor Party because people went till instead of Liberal. This is a fucking beautiful thing. While that presents good opportunities for potentially, if there's enough backbiting, the uh, breakup of the whole coalition, which would be a beautiful thing because the Liberal or National Party would never form government in their own right. Mm. Without a coalition, this is an absolutely beautiful thing. And never let someone tell you that the left side of parliament in a hung parliament or a, what's the word? Labor Green. Yes. Minority, so I, minority government. Yeah, oh, a, a Labor Green coalition government is unstable. The, uh, the coalition, it's been hiding in plain sight forever. Um, they've been a hung parliament with... Um, Governing a minority with another party forever. It's said, been said a million times. I'll interrupt there. That and be quick. The the Libs and the Nationals only refer to each other as anything other than the coalition about six weeks before the election. Of course yes. they do, because there's fucking elections all through the weird places that people elect them in New South Wales and Queensland. Mm. Also, shall make a note about floods and fires in national seats. Oh, we're going to get biblical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the weather cock. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Wrong just tangent. The current weather. So many tangents. Um, four hundred, you know, four floods of a hundred once in a hundred year nature yeah, yep. in the space of um, four months. There has been some good memes. What are the odds? That. That's got to mean something. And if you were in a national seat, how long is it going to take before those punters go? Yeah, I do like this fucking. I have kept on electing this fucking redneck cowboy mm. that I think's good. 
but there's got to be something more to these uh, 100-year events that keep happening every month. Well, Lismore did. They elected a Nationals member. That's, um, that's Pretty clever. Frightening. Pretty clever frightening, isn't it? From yeah. Lismore. Good on them. On the till thing, an amazing result, well cultivated, and everyone in Australia is better off for the till wave. Absolutely, sure. undoubtedly. And yes, the fake culture wars about climate um, maybe won't dive down that rabbit hole, but the flare-up of concern around in inner cities about climate has led to the teal wave. That has led to uh, people of good stock like Frydenberg, Wilson losing their seats and also in Sydney. That, this is a fantastic thing. By hook or by crook, we have not a coalition government anymore. We have a Labor government that's already started to do good things. Yep. That is fantastic in the short term. The real crisis for us is we need for proper regaining of workers' rights and also proper development of new and bolden workplace rights. We need a second and a third Labor term. It's, it's impossible to do these things politically in one term. The real crisis we have is that the Tills are social progressives – so think of Malcolm Turnbull and these sort of people. Social progressives will say things about edgy new wage things like marriage equality and climate and all that, but they mostly and almost exclusively are economic conservatives. So once the climate wars are over and other culture wars, what will there be left to do other than revert to the only other thing they know, which is economic conservatism? Yep. The real problem is the Liberals will win that debate or the Tills will choose to form government or support supply to a Liberal government because that's what they believe in. So our real concern is for the next election and the election after as a longer-term proposition is once these Tills start to turn more from a Till back towards blue rather than green or red, what are we going to do about these things? Is that more fertile ground for Liberals to go back in? I would fear that it is yes, or the other risk we have is... Two risks, Labor moving further towards the right which we have seen for them to form government, and I understand the reasons why they did that. Some of it was political and not real, which mm. is politics, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, the other problem is that um, the Greens, because they're so used to opposition, may or will continue to kick the fuck out of the only people they seem to be able to get votes out of, which is other left, inverted commas, left mm. parties like the Labor Party. And the only winners there are liberals or economic conservatives because regardless of what banner you run under or whatever colour or whatever, the only thing that really fucking serves workers is not the colour of the party elected. It's whether people are on the progressive or economic side of not social issues because social issues are a function of economics and I'll fucking fight people that pretend they are isolated from that. Sorry, rant over. It's 100%. And one of the things that if you were paying any sort of attention during the election campaign when pressed about who would a Teal candidate support should there be a hung parliament, they were at pains to not show their colours and not pick a team because the answer was pretty clear that they would back the Libs. Yes. It and was the- clear, clear as day. They wouldn't even go near saying that they'd support Labor. All this crap about, oh, we'll work together and we'll do this with whoever and whatever. If it had been um, a dead ledger and they had to uh, show supply and support to which side, it would have been the blue side. That's mm-hmm. right. And if I may just add, just before you go, Neil... Um, If I may add another element, which we probably skip over but still affects working class people everywhere, particularly around the fucked issue of housing right around Australia, 
is local council elections. So that's often skipped over because it doesn't usually involve industrial relations, mm. but it still involves planning and it involves um, certain ways that types of accommodation are allowed in cities and places. That has proven to be way more important than it ever has been. Well, Hobart City Council is a good case in fact there, yeah. Absolutely, and the reason why that twigs me is I suspect that the Hobart City Council issue and everyone that's listening to this either probably lives in the local area or has seen what's happened to the Hobart Tassie, but more directly Hobart housing market, it's fucking exploded, is um, Tills is a new issue given that it gave independents something to talk about directly. But when you look at uh, independents generally that run, they are, uh, whether it's a direct thing like the environment, that's been a, a name given to a certain kind of independent, almost exclusively, all independents are people that think they can get into government or into office holding on a social issue, but at heart are economic conservatives. Always. This is the fucking problem. Mm. We get distracted by election issues, and what do we know about independence unless they strike gold and actually have the balance of power? They can't do fuck all. Nothing. No. Very rare. Even good, even a few, we've, you know, Wilkie's a, an example who's somehow managed to get a few things done. He must be an amazing networker in fucking Canberra. But the one thing I was going to say about the Teals, their campaign was pretty fucking impressive. Like the numbers that they mobilised in the traditional campaigning way, they sort of almost, they're on social media and all the rest of it. Palmer made a good example of how to fucking completely fuck up spending however, however many millions he spent. But the one thing the Teals did, they spent a lot of money, but they got a lot of people in the one room but I think like physical face-to-face campaigning. But like I think their basically. volunteers, like the Till volunteers, actually, they actually believed in the why, mm. whereas the Palmer volunteers were just paid. Like yeah. I spoke to a few of them on fucking polling booths, yeah. and they had no idea about anything. No, as soon as no idea about any of his policies or any of this shit, and you'd be like, "He's a shit cunt because of X, Y, and Z." What do you think about that? Oh no, I don't know, and I'm not here to talk about that. And like, no, literally, literally as soon as we have put a, have we, a head of eight, <clears throat> we put pressure on them at the polling booth. They went and sat in the shade. Mm. They went there for yeah. they, they didn't believe it on but a it, fucking flat subcontractor hourly rate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even <laughs> they, even their candidates that's were fucking hopeless. But fucking wouldn't put it faster. Even their candidates were fucking hopeless. Yeah. I had no idea. No. It was like, right. this is just pure, yeah, pay they to play. They watched the COVID cooker rallies. They bought yep. into it and, yeah, thought they could do something and realised it was just an empty vessel that was going to sink the moment the election was over. And it has, thankfully. Fucking, hopefully that runs out of puff. Yeah. Well, well he's got heaps of money. So it's, it's, it was never about, like, it was never about him getting elected. No. It was about, here, follow this how to vote card and hopefully you will, and then it'll farm votes to the libs. Like Gina Reinhart, he has billions of dollars in the ground that he's, hasn't been dug up, probably will never be dug up, but he's leveraging the fuck out of for, for other investments. Yep. Some of it he will, and he will continue. his family will continue to make money for years. He's got iron ore. It won't just be coal that brings him in the cash. Yep. Fucking hell. That, once, um, once he finishes suing the Western Australian government and fucking whatever. But again, that's all just theatre. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's it's like, and it's just money. It's just wasting people's fucking oh. time by throwing money that is, ex- is extracted from our country, our planet, our collective planet, whatever you want to look at it. It's not his. The fact that he's even got that money to fucking flash around in courts, on fucking print media, on TV... Is a fucking should should raise a red flag for every person who doesn't have that sort of level of inherited wealth, um, and see it for what it is. Yeah. One person should never have that amount of money. No, that's for, in this system. No. Money is the fucking crux of the power. You can mobilise people, and at some point you'll get the the same power. But it's a hell of a lot easier to just write a check. 
This is when, when I think about we have often celebrated the fact that for better or worse, we don't mind poking a bit of fun at our brothers and sisters um, in the land of the free oh, in America, yeah. but they make they make memes out of themselves. Like it's just it's a sausage factory of just hilarity when you look at workers' rights, um, humanity, logic, what mm. we should be experiencing on a planet like Earth. And we sort of say, oh, it's good that we're not like that. We're still in Australia. But I sort of worry that you look at that election – even if you weren't, you were completely neutral and you said the Climate 200 were thrown, that's based on billionaires having an opinion. Clive Palmer's based on billionaires having an opinion. Rupert Murdoch has been playing this game longer than anyone. All that sort of shit. Even if you're playing devil's advocate um, as a conservative, you'd say, well, the industry super funds have too much money. We should get rid of them, which they tried. Mm -hmm. uh, because if they pull that, we're all fucked. Yeah, massively. Um, the real thing I'm concerned about is the call for publicly funded elections uh, sort of seems like it's beyond the pale. And what has really worried me in Australia is I've often said you can still smell, see, touch, feel, whatever. You can still touch or do all those things with democracy. You can still join a political party. You can go and fucking agitate. You can sign people up to your cause and you can win. Mm. My real concern is if there's not, through all this big spending, uh, will that option to still be involved in grassroots democracy mm. be evaporated if we don't choose to in the next one, two, three, four or five electoral terms mm. to go to a public, publicly funded yeah, election model it. it's almost a before it becomes it. like an America, like a PAC system or fucking who cares system or a whatever system before we sort of, it becomes out of reach as one of these issues that's behind the curtain and you never look behind the curtain. Do you get what I mean? So you yeah, are, you are actually is... arguing that whilst the money's out there, it offers some incentive for people to get angry and upset. Is that what you're saying? Because I've always advocated no, for No, if you look at the funding, US, you, you're not going to become president unless you've got like $2 billion. Or to friends, back you. Or friends so every, that sort of every, so everyone has unfair. to go. To, everyone has to go to energy. Everyone has to go to Wall Street. So yep. that's what sort of keeps it in the broad, big ball of the centre. So and even even Bernie, you know, he's getting fivers and tenors. But at the end of the day, the Democratic Party still flexed its fucking muscle mm. and said, "Like that was the curtain moment." Yeah. They just went to the yep. electoral college. They did all the convention stuff. And they fucked Bernie. He got shafted over. twice. Yeah, sure. Yep. So before Australia comes that where they just start to, there's no democratic way into the conversation for real left issues. I just think that we need to keep on pushing that issue of publicly funded elections. Oh fuck yeah! Ca cap it yeah. and monitor it and all that. Absolutely. And then it's obviously that's good because it favours the left. We've got we've oh, got bodies. The only yeah. thing that the right has is money. <clears throat> yeah. And, a, and, okay. a, and a, you might have to do a longer. Election run, I mean, that's traditionally why the US is such a long one is because they used to go up on the stump, you know, before TV and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So the idea of getting around the country, it took a long time for mm. a presidential election. <coughs> that's why they go on for so long. But what do you, what do you reckon be, about that? Oh, that I think it's unreal because what, what would happen is... How, how, and how long do we have left before it becomes too far gone before people go, well, money's in politics, you can't do anything about it, stop talking yeah. about public... Like, mm. Well, they'd get, they'd get crafty, they'd use talk show hosts, uh, talk shows to fucking sure. promote agendas and all the rest of it, but you cannot fucking beat 
a good politician up on the stump. If they can talk well in front of a group of people, they'll talk well on, on your behalf in Canberra, whether the cameras are on you in the house or whether they're in the fucking back rooms meeting with fucking people trying to fucking get the votes, you know, whipping up the votes for their bill or the, for their collective bill or, or whatever. You need to see what they can do in the flesh. How they react, how they fucking pivot up on the stand or up on the stump or whatever. I hadn't thought about that, mate, but when I think about it and haven't been in um, a a small amount of public life and seen a bit of the showmanship each way through manufactured politicians but also like through training Mm -hmm. or through the thing that I think you cannot ever fake and everyone can see through is like think about a a Lambie or a a Hanson. Probably horrific on the stump, Mm. but people appreciate that genuineness. Yep. But um, you can go to fucking Toastmasters. You can train yourself up to be a good speaker. Yes, you But can. people can see through your lack of values. Yep. So I think um, something like that, where you it's can. a longer election campaign and it's forced to be not done on ads and production and the PR industry telling voters what they should think they're voting for, mm. but you actually see what you're voting for through a very strict thing, which is... It's old school. Here's, but here's what government yeah. does. Yep. Here's what the budget contains. Um, and it's like a, a people's pick of... What do you want more of? What do you want less of? S- subjects that mm. are spoken about. Yep. Yeah, and each, each electorate should have that democratic right. Like that, so. that would be fucking radical. But anyway, should, just should thought you, I'd fucking be What about... Um, should you still be able to lie, though? Like when you're <laughs> in an election campaign? That's, That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, that you can even Lying's still cool, though? It's, do it's, all that but still lie? Well, I suspect that even in the... Well, you can't really use America as an example because Lincoln was a Republican. So isn't that fucking falling on its head? Mm. But I sus- it's it's politics. So you're still going to get people that are... Cra- like, you're going to get your Morrisons. Yep. who are just fucking, like, call it for what it is. They're psychopaths. Mm. So a skilled liar. What? How can you, how can you prevent that? If you're having a debate, um, you still have to have someone that's going to... Yeah, and you get the other side of it. In America, you get your Bernie Sanders who who can just – the crowd work that he has in a room and being able to get people to nod their heads, understand what he's saying because he talks the pub tests badly. You know, he's just – everyone – yeah, well, fuck, that makes sense. That's right. And it, and everyone I know who's met Bill Shorten, same thing. Genuine guy, no bullshit, honest fella. There's better examples probably that would cover a broader audience. He, off, off camera. <coughs> yeah. He it was fucking lethal. Yeah, that's right. Because they're, they're, everyone, there's a limit for everyone's ability to speak well to a TV. Like, it's just different. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not, it's not, there's no, there's no fucking human, they don't squint their eyes. They don't fucking nod their head. They don't shake their head. They don't, they don't give you any feedback. You know what I mean? And that's what a live audience does. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're the people who should be in Parliament, to be honest. Yeah, and the way that that favours the working class is those people are going to be fucking people who have done a little bit of fucking organising, whether it's in their workplace because, you know, or organising workers across workplaces and industries and all that sort of stuff. So um, these are all the things. It's the same fucking shit. We we get people who join up a union and that's the first step, but the, the beauty is when what happens after that, if they do something with it, they understand that that's power. So they get other people to join up and all of a sudden they've got the fucking whole workplace locked down. Then you don't have... Then they make a commitment to go on strike. So then you've got that, you know, all these things. When you've got those collective fucking things happening, you start getting good leaders riding the surface because they get the confidence to know that they've got the backing of the people that are there. Um, and more importantly, they've got the confidence of the people that are there in numbers, not the boss, who some of these characters fucking naturally drift to. And that's where we've historically had your curtains and all these, you know, um, 
Carhill and all that in, in New South Wales, the good fucking Labor leaders that have come from the past, that's where they come from. The ability to get up on the stump and hold a fucking crowd of a thousand with their own voice and no microphone, that's fucking insane. Mm. Everyone, every person in that room or that space knew that when he got into Parliament, he was going to do exactly what he was fucking doing up on that stump. It doesn't change. Otherwise, they just fucking kick him off and they say, you bull, you're full of shit. And it's the same thing. They has to come back to the workplace. You know? from, from the shop floor, Neil. <laughs> Fucking from Amazing. the shop floor up. It's I've the only this, fucking way. I've got way. this other idea. Only way. Just go to uni, get a couple of degrees, oh, work in a politician's office Super and get pre-selected and then just fucking go into fucking parliament. <laughs> How about that? Or not. That doesn't work. That doesn't, doesn't work. Cut. People see through that bullshit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Surprise, isn't it? Fucking shocking. That's, that's weird. Not Absolutely. that it's a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy, but who are the, some of the most effective communicators from a stump point of view, without any preparation, and <clears throat> probably the most maligned political candidates in this country, Union State Secretary. Oh yeah. god, that's fucking <laughs> what a what a surprise! I wonder why they fucking um, people go through their rubbish bins mm. trying to dig up dirt. No, exactly. Oh, and and we were talking about him before in the UK, Mick Lynch in the UK. And there's fucking heaps of them. That um, organizer. We've been listening to a few of the podcasts. Um, uh, Jane McLevy, McLe- uh, American organiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, she's just got a good way of cutting through the bullshit. Oh, yeah. She's you know, fucking real good. Just focuses on strategy and organising and getting numbers and picking going leaders. Going on strike. And going on. Because that's the fucking ultimate. There's so no, when are we going there is on all, strike? Yeah, exactly. There is no point. You can fucking have all the members in your fucking union you want. If no one's prepared to go on strike, it's fucking not worth a piece of shit. It's just... Yeah, mobilising rather than fucking doing. You've got to you've got to exercise your power if you're going to fucking balance it. That's it. Oh, look, yeah. you've got Christy Kane, Paddy Crumlin. Amazing. Yep. Um, John Secker, Danny Noonan, and uh, Dave, Dave Noonan, um, yeah. Troy Gray, these sort of people, Peter Ong, like you've, Alan Hicks, you've got these people that are just fucking absolute, make you want to walk on broken glass. Yep. Um, and there's reasons why they're fucking treated like pariahs. Yep, yep. Yep, and there's plenty of quiet speakers, smaller group speakers, and all that across other unions. Um, Thomas May is another one. You get it, you see him one on one in a small room, and it's fucking you couldn't hear a pin drop. You know, the, he, he speaks quietly with compassion. So you don't have to be a big. There's just so many ways. Someone yeah. who speaks well is a good communicator and speaks genuinely with with honesty. You, you can't fuck with that. Yeah, you John can't Thousand. Fuck with it. John, oh my God, fucking hell! Someone who can talk quietly and measured pace, measured rhythm, he could hold a pause for about five seconds, and he didn't. There was no one broke attention. It's just it's like we were mesmerised. And brilliant. possibly the biggest master of the strategic f bomb. Yes, <laughs> comrade. Yeah. Found, well, now we're now we're talking. <laughs> Fuck, can we spend some time getting him on the podcast? Imagine yeah, that. We'll get yeah. him on. Yeah, that well, yeah. would nearly be. I'll, um, I'll make it happen. It'd have to be in the room. Yeah. Oh, he already fucking loves us on um, on uh, Twitter. Or Does our, he? Oh, he fucking shares our stuff, the union stuff. Anyway, oh, all really? the fucking time. Especially we'll, if it speaks we'll to if it speaks to class struggle, you can wait ten minutes and he shared it or liked it. It's a fucking amazing thing. He's good on that's him. His, that's his wheelhouse. Yeah. Yep. He understands where the struggle is. It's is in balancing that power. And how do you fucking do it? You fucking do something. You don't just fucking pay your dues and expect someone else to do the work for oh, you. fuck off all was a fee for service. Mm. Nah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That might help you out when you need a lawyer or you've been underpaid or something like that. Oh, Fine, yeah, but fuck. if you're going to fucking win the battle, the actual fucking battle... I thought I paid me dues and then you go and talk to me boss and he gives me money. Yeah, you scare the fuck out of him fucking... That's how... No, it doesn't work like oh, that. Fuck. Isn't that strange? Shit. <laughs> can, can I propose something anyway. too, though? We've probably 
pro- people are we're probably we are in the honeymoon period, mm. and so much every money. every new government gets it uh, because people are over. They're thankful of the fact that there's been an election and they don't have to fucking put up with the campaign anymore. Stability's restored. They're happy. There's seen to be popularity because. Some or all of Australia said that that was a good idea. But I want to propose something to our learned listeners is that our political system, based on the when you look at what we talked about earlier, with the major parties slipping in their vote and there's other interests creeping in, what the left of politics is really lacking is a presence of good working class people. And we just held on to the chance to develop working class and left issues in Australia in a sl- slipping in a sense um, and it went to weird places so we're in we're in that place now we have to organize and agitate politically now there's no point waiting the honeymoon period will expire so the time to do our work is now we know it's okay to be cautious about the history of the labor party and say that what happened after 07 the history of what happened after 07 until the libs got back in is not fucking good for workers, I've got to tell you, like just removing the gun from your fucking head, forehead is not, shouldn't be celebrated. No, no. And what I fear is that although they couldn't have seen this coming, the inflation bomb, the climate wars, um, and a range of other issues, what you can sort of see is through history, when a government has come in, they have made promises, we'll do this on a, a fair weather day when we get back in government. That's mm. sort of the, um, that's the caveat. You saw Labor when they got back in. They they were able to alleviate all those promises or let the tyres down on them by saying, oh, no, the GFC happened. Mm. And that we had to spend all our political capital fixing the GFC. We can no longer help you with your industrial issues. Mm. My fear is that the inflation bomb, um, supply chain issues and COVID, that will eat into what Labor would have said was their political capital to make change that we wanted or needed. So... When that starts to peter out or they start to um, think about relying on the, that sort of bullshit concern, yep. then we need to be ready to go. It's already They're already posturing there already. Sure. This, and this like, I'll, I'll this cover that. I'll say, look, the COVID payment. They were smart. Yeah. Mm. This The whole thing with COVID and the cabinet meeting and all that and the funding, that was fucking smart. Yeah. It was smart politics. Yes, it, they I'm, did not, build I'm not debating theater, should yeah. or shouldn't have happened. Of course yeah. it fucking should have happened. But did they handle it in a smart way? Like I would yes. have thought that in the Gillard years where they were sort of – they were too uh, humanitarian instead of political mm-hmm. in a sense and made and left their flank open and got the fuck kicked out of them, they would have said as soon as the COVID cases rose or the date expired for that funding, they would have gone, we'll do that because that's the right thing to do and then got the fuck kicked out of them politically. Mm. You don't care about the economy, your wreckers, your all this. They played a pretty good hand. Well, they got the they had the case where they're going. Oh, we haven't got enough money. We've been left a basket case of a budget. Sure, we can't just keep spending money on this. And then they started getting the kick shit, the shit kicked out of them by someone from the libs. And the sure. moment that happened, they go, "Yeah, no worries. Well, we'll fucking. It's the right thing to fucking extend it." And then the libs, they had nothing. Of course. So right now, all anyone's thinking is like, you know, of course it's the right thing. And there's no noise because they've already used it all up. Fucking that oxygen. It's good to it's see a them. Yeah, it's it's good, good to see them covering more of their political bases. Yes, and it is. not not 
not from a centrist point of view of saying is there merit in doing the right thing That's no right, yeah. but if you do the right politics is not about doing the right thing no. it's about maintaining power that's mm-hmm. right and winning the argument and- so that the next thing is i worry about like we've got a lot of work to do the fair work act is full fucked that's a second term issue mm-hmm. um just abolishing the ABCC is not a win for workers. That's returning... Restore the basic rights of every other worker. Absolutely. (laughs) And is returning basic democratic rights to 1.3 million workers who were literally, basically were in a fucking third world country industrially. So beware of Greeks bearing gifts. I don't even know if that analogy is appropriate at this time, but it sounded real good when I thought about it three seconds ago. Other than that, on we move. (laughs) Um, Horses made out of wood. So <laughs> after after the honeymoon period wears off, yep. Um, where that sort of leads for me when we're looking at coming from the workplace at all times is uh, one thing I think workers have failed to do is educate each other. So activists and unions have absolutely failed to educate workers following a labour win about the reality of how politics is incremental. Mm. The Libs never got into government and said, we're going to fucking make the tax system unfair. We're going to fucking punish anyone that's brown worse. We're going to fucking smash workers' rights. We're going to do all this. They never did all that. Mm. It was a thousand cuts. Labour won't be able to do it either, the other way, because... It's politics and that's suicide. So what we need to do, because a lot of workers are still out there going, they're all the fucking same, nothing really changes because they don't notice a percent here or a percent there or fucking a dollar here or a dollar there. We have to be the ones that communicate that because it's crucial at this point that we're in a position to fucking make that second term happen. Yeah, we're in that. A, that's the land of fucking milk and honey industrially, I've got to tell you. Yeah, and we, we can only uh, seek reform from a Labor Party, from a Labor government, if the pressure from working people is there. Otherwise, it drifts into a space where it develops into chaos where you've got fucking inflation that's going through the roof and you become a fucking third world country trying to exist in capitalism. You're being squashed by every other big country that wants your reason sources locally it becomes a shit place to live and then it literally the motivation for genuine flipping cars and revolution is the only option because reform fucking went years ago because you weren't doing anything you know we're literally democracy is fucking a very fragile thing Mm. Um, but but luckily we got heaps of gas so we don't have to worry about other countries uh taking shit from us in theory go on right now in 2022 australia should be the fucking political, geopolitical, economic fucking powerhouse just by what we've fucking got in the ground and our sheer size and our exposure to natural renewable resources. It's fucking embarrassing that we're still having these uh, small fucking arguments about, oh, but the climate crisis is just fucking, you know, Marxist, leftist fucking bullshit propaganda thing that teachers are teaching in schools with air conditioners in their fucking classroom it's just fucking it's just kids demanding aircon. <laughs> ray hadley fucking talking points it's just like yeah so it's the time as mick said the time to fucking really knuckle down and get active and is now it doesn't you don't have to be fucking wildly radical you just have to fucking if everyone's collectively doing small fucking tasks on a regular basis, change happens in a big fucking way. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I'm, I had a site meeting and someone threw me an absolute <laughs> Dorothy. Um, it wasn't long after that. Oh, so what's... You sent him a last, text message before la- the site meeting? Or last something? time <laughs> last time the union was here before the election, they said Labor's going to do stuff different. So what have they done? <laughs> it's like, oh, was that 5% pay rise minimum wage thing where they wrote to Fair Work? Remember that? And the libs were like, 
up in arms saying, no, it should only be 3%. So they've done that. That was a thing. And there's a few other things. But, you know, bringing um, the family back from, well, they were in WA, but um, Christmas Island, back to their homes in... Bella in Bellawheel or in Queensland and just, you know, a few other things. And it's, I said to them at the time, I said, look, like I uh, sort of said at the start of the potty, they're not going to do anything that's massively bold and radical because they don't have the political capital because they only just scraped over the line. Mm. Family like, and domestic yeah. violence leaving the NES. Like, these are not... Yeah. That's pretty big. That's fucking that's huge. Fucking... When, when we put that through our EBA at work, that fucking made the head spin on HR because in, oh. in the most bizarre, true-to-fucking-capital form... They're trying to cost it up. Yep. They're trying to cost up what that would be a cost to the business. Based, like, based on our argument. So at the start, they're like sort of going, why would they claim that that won't have an impact because they're not women? <laughs> to, that's like, I'm fucking serious. To when we explained it, to like they're like, oh, so do it like we saw their squinty eyes and said, this is not a fucking necessarily a gender issue. Yes, they're agenda facts based on family and domestic violence, but this the family aspect and the domestic violence can be separate, mm. and there's needs to support people. Like, if you think this is just an employee issue, um, men have siblings and family members of a different gender. Yep. This can capture Weird. fucking millions of different situations. And if you th- and they sort of start getting their heads ticking, and all of HR people ask about they can't help themselves. They ask about, oh, the fraud. The fraud element. Oh, of course they do. They don't use it. If, yeah. if you honestly Fucking think hell. one of your employees would lie about a, a matter like this to try and get paid leave then you've got fucking bigger problems, pal. Fucking nice. Yeah, and at, at the end of the day, that 10 days domestic violence or, or any days, whatever, it's the process of you as a worker going to your boss and saying, I've got this situation, I need to help out X person, sister, brother, whatever, in a domestically fucked up situation. And sure. it's an it's a arsehole test on the boss. Of course Is it that is. boss going to go, no, your sister should have fucking picked a better partner or your brother should have picked a better wife who's fucking on occasions violently thrown, but whatever. Take the gender out of it. It's a worker going to his boss saying, I need to take a leave in a very unusual circumstances, statistically, whatever, over a life period. Sure. Um, and whether they're going to say yes or no. We're just really making sure, just ensuring in, in a legal document, in an EBA, that they'll say yes. And I, yeah. I, I also think it, it creates the, the back end of it now that it's becoming, rightly so, an entrenched um, part of expectations of the working class that their support there, mm. a really uncomfortable accountability piece for bosses. Of course. Because of the, we're told they're benevolent fucking great people. They should be saying, oh, sure, you need to, oh, is there a, fuck, is, is that right? Is there an issue with um, someone finding emergency accommodation, having to move? Here, take the work van or the work ute or the work truck. Yep. Take Bob, make sure that happens. That is the right thing to do. Yes. As opposed to the reality, which <laughs> the boss is secretly sitting there with the Excel spreadsheet going, fuck, you didn't fucking there wasn't eight saleable hours that day fucking that's not my problem all these other realities of fucking life yeah yep yep especially um, middle management there are reach between the person above them saying you've got to have more billable hours on your sheet that's and this, right this the, employee's coming up saying i've got a problem with a family the member. budget doesn't lie and they talk shit about all sorts of issues around that mental health and all pop. these sort of things like <laughs> Just virtue <laughs> signal that they give a fuck, but yeah. they don't. None yeah. of them do at all. No. None of them. And sick leave's a prime example of that. Oh, you know, we've got problems with sick leave because that bloke uses all his sick leave every year. It's like <laughs> sick of working. It's like fucking <laughs> no shit. It's fucking 
like that's you've got an, an issue with a worker because he uses all his sick leave every year, all the time. Is he sick? Like, what if what if he's fucking struggling from mental health issues? Yeah, it's what if his he's business, fucking, yeah. you know, his kids are crook or his partner's crook and all these other things. Like, ten days is fuck all. Everyone's worked for a boss who's asked them the question, "What's wrong with you?" After you said, "I'm not coming in today." Yep. That's why I fucking encourage people just to send a text message. Makes it a lot easier to handle with the, with the awkward quest that comes back. And if it's a good boss, I'll just say, okay. The yep. sad thing yeah. about Fair Work is, and I know we should be proud of the industrial landscape at your coalface, Yeah, true. Comrade. Sorry, mate. Yeah. No, no, no. Yep. No, it's fine. But, and this is to plumb the depths of how unfair Fair Work is and goes towards what we need to do to fix the fucking thing. If you sign into an EBA a specific way that that's to be communicated, which a lot of the time bosses have the rub of the green, a text message will not cut it. So there is a fucking a tribunal of sorts. has to be a verbal discussion so bosses can test verbally whether they, they can sort of put a proxy test in place to see um, whether they think someone's sick or not. Really? And 100%. Wow. Like there's a lot of places where... EBAs or workplace agreements will say specifically text messages are not acceptable. You must speak in person to a, your employer. Yeah, and I've been arguing with one employer at the moment who well, says that's, that's shit. You've got to have <laughs> you've got to have a certificate for every day that you have off, and we're like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Like, sure, maybe I would accept Friday, Monday, um, say. I don't know. There's, there's some sort of fucking. <laughs> the there's some sort of measure piss. in there that people aren't taking the piss, but take the piss anyway. I don't give a fuck. It's a spiteful denial oh, it's just of workplace um, shit culture at a workplace to say if you don't allow me to fucking sell your body at all times that you're fucking alive you're from Monday to Friday. Mm then I'm going to cost you money in spite by forcing you to go and fucking waste either your time or a GP visit mm-hmm. Which, to get a certificate as a fuck you. For working people yeah. is a $40 fucking out of pocket. And so this, is, you know. this is industrial relations in Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. I said to the in the meeting, I said, it's just fucking bullshit. I said, because you can get certificates. Don't talk about hydro like that. You can get certificates it's- online. You can, there's an app. Oh, you really? can just get it fucking downloaded. It costs you money. Like, you don't have to go to the doctor to get these certificates anymore and all this shit. So it's just complete crock of shit. Mm. Like, just, like, if someone's crook and they don't want to come in for one day, they shouldn't have to get a fucking certificate. But no. they doubled down on it. Yeah, right. Oh, exploitation and fucking, you know, two people take the piss. and. No, well, let them take the piss. Fucking, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Luckily, a smart worker with fucking supportive workmates can navigate this system. And that's the reality. <laughs> if you, even a, even a, an organised bunch of misfits, which, which you know, it, that you've got to look after each other. You know I, what I, I mean? Did Tasmanian he... pirates at a, one of the big four lift companies in Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of workers that um, worked somewhere where <laughs> the HSR got targeted and then... That's right. Very recently. Fucking, here's a fucking industrial win for you. Mm-hmm. Fucking... Um, Fuck, everyone was just crook on the same day. Wow. Oh, fuck, that's good. <laughs> so, the, yes, the slightly longer version is an HSR in normal conduct in the workplace was uh, there was a bit of heat in a discussion about some sort of work method. Mm-hmm. The HSR had was sick of getting asked the same question or harangued by a health and safety manager, so he asked that health and safety manager to go away. Pretty normal in a blue-collar environment, particularly this workplace. Mm -hmm. He was given a written warning for that. 
the way, yeah. The delegate and the members said, this is ridiculous, this is about egos, it's not a fucking good precedent to set in this workplace, rescind it or we'll be upset. Normally when that's done, that's a bluff and it doesn't go anywhere and people cop it sweet. This particular workplace successfully untraceable, unprovable, <laughs> not centralised to a union because that can be fucking yeah, very, very, very big, bad yep. juju. This happened somewhere in America or something, I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Def- definitely not in Hobart. Or Tasmania. Um, in the, no, no, no. no. Okay. That definitely didn't happen in Hobart mm. um, <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. But um, after they failed to rescind, the workers organised and they all came down with and were fucking mm. sick of work. Incredible. The next day. Yep, that's pretty cool. That's a that's an amazing go slow on steroids, that one. <laughs> it is. And the other fucking thing is that's usually the halfway mark of the battle mm. because the employer's best bet there is to double down, pull a few people in, threaten them with scary things. Individually, yep. And wait and see what pops out, like shit policemen. And... No one gave. There awesome. was all the absolute accurate information was given, none of which I've ever heard as a union official ever. That's incredible. No one had to take their dog to the vet. No one had to fucking pick the kids up from soccer training. No one had to do the grocery run. There was no collective reason for that sick day, and sure enough, the uh, warning to the HSR was rescinded. Fantastic. Industrial relations at work. That's but that's fucking amazing. Effective unions. Um, and, a, and a lockdown shop, you know, a closed shop, 100% member, or good enough to close to 100%, 100%. membership. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It, it helps. You a closed shop. Closed the, shop. The, 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 There's a lot of unions in Australia. It's a very, very small group of names, and you probably can guess on one hand <laughs> this name of the union. But that's all. We can't put, give you any more information because I don't know. No, no, sure. Yeah, and it's in, Allegedly, for all, all, all intents and purposes, it's just a theoretical idea of what could be done in that situation. Yeah, no, it's good. That's really good. There's, um, that's what happens, though. Look, at the end of the day, when you've got a closed shop, the way um, consultation happens, all that sort of stuff is just it's completely fucking different. There's an understanding or a recognition of power and what can happen. It's like you fucking bruise a work group that's closed in a closed shop once or twice. You're gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. But the same, the same is true for industrial. Ta- Nothing's changed with industrial tactics for 150 years. This is the thing that frustrates me: is <clears throat> when you see current or former union people may or may not be involved in politics. Um, some of them are literally still elected or appointed officials of unions, should be at the coalface talking to workers about their fundamental rights, which Mm. still some exist under the Fair Work Act, resorting to fucking TikTok or some other (sighs) bullshit fucking basing thing where they try and pretend they're part of a new struggle. There's no new struggle. TikTok's not organising, Michael? That's not... There's the same fucking struggle that's there, but it's it's just so fucking corporatized. Corporatized fucking organising is what it is. Fucking it's, rubbish. It Union, is unions turning news. yellow and selling a fucking product that just doesn't fucking exist. Mm. Nothing has changed in terms of industrial tactics, and the same old thing fucking rings true. One of the things that hurts uh, us as a niche craft blue collar union doesn't matter if we're blue collar or not. Mm, no, no, call us a proud trade union that still focuses on the best possible outcome for rank-and-file members based on their fucking relative power in the workplace, is don't make threats, make fucking promises. The amount of shit that we see these days about unions posturing... Posturing? Yeah, no, I'm there. Posturing (laughs) 
and literally delivering power and leverage to the employer when it's either um, saying politely, go and fuck yourself, or this meeting is over, are perfectly reasonable responses to a non-answer or a negative response, Mm. rather than meeting or talking in a never-ending way, just demonstrates. Like, you can bring it back to any analogy where you can, something is winnable at a point in time. Mm. What what do you do? Like, do you go, how do you, how do you win? Like, the amount of... Well, that, is the, that is the role. I see it as a, of an organiser in that thing prior. It's yeah, but you've had a fucking amazing organiser. Well, so what would you know, mate? Haven't what seen I'm it, talking to about? To be honest, I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, don't go there. But it's, but it's built, stitched up and made over that question. Oh, no there, doubt. That it's that concept of like educate, and that comes really from the organiser, but it's given the, the delegates the tools. So that on a day-to-day basis, that's the delegate and the, and the people are picking up the former future delegates and all that sort of stuff. Um, it, it, the organiser really, their, their hand, their golden fucking hand is in the EBA when shit goes sideways and the workers want to tell the boss to get fucked but they probably really can't if they want to keep a job there down the road, the organiser can. The organiser can fucking get a little bit excited and animated and do the things that the, the workers can't. But ultimately, they can only do that with the confidence if all the guys at the table are prepared, or women, workers are prepared to fucking stand up and walk out. And they've got the paperwork ready to go that they're going to take protected action. That's sort of, Mm. no one's got confidence unless you're going to do something. Without the threat of doing something, it's going to have an adverse effect on the company. You've got no power at the table. Or do something bold. People will follow that shit. Mm, And that's the history of the labour movement. But when I think about like the- And not have the rug pulled out of you underneath you. After you've done something bold, that's what you're talking about with TikTok stuff or doing deals with the boss and selling out your workers to the boss. You've got them excited, and then you sell them out with a shit EBA. Well, maybe, but yeah. I think that even ta- I don't think they're taking that bold step. There's nothing to pull the rug out because right. they're not building any pressure. They're they talking in an, a vacuum to workers. They're not attacking the boss. We barely even they're knew there was an EBA the fucking, going on. They're yep. talking to social media. That's not organising. Well, there's been a record number of EBAs cancelled in Australia, isn't there? What's membership now down to 10% density or EBAs are Pri- covering 10% pr- of workers? Private so? sector's something like 9% Yes, yeah, it's or whatever, frightening. Generally. That's, that's got to be um, an organising problem, not the it's, problem of workers taking ownership. I don't know. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a disconnect somewhere, isn't and there? And yeah. it's never, well, almost exclusively, I'd say 99% of the time it's not the fault of the workers. Mm. It's the fault of people who should have known better over generations That's and it. people protecting their fucking legacy and their fucking lot in life. It didn't and even they, happen they, in 12 months. It's happened over decades. For, for yep. exactly the same reason while why unions in a ignorant sense have a bad reputation because sometimes they're right. Yeah, like of Stereotypes course. come from somewhere. But when I think about the demographics of this potty, like it's probably unlikely that there's too many listeners that aren't aware of the realities of the union movement or members, for instance. But the same thing we're talking about here is I I just fucking employer um, because I'm fucking, you know, taking stock of it, not being under attack of a Liberal government and specific laws to fuck our union and our members over for a decade is nice. Mm. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. But all, it should be fucking demanding. It doesn't matter your position in the... F- what perceived position in the workforce. Every fucking worker has even value. Doesn't matter who you go to bed with, what you look like, what colour it is, whatever. If you fucking have a union ticket and you fucking vote accordingly and support your co-workers, then you're in. 
you're in the club. It should be a big fucking club. Expectations and, must be raised right now because we have an actual chance of getting something done. Sure, yep. and demand, even if there, it wasn't the best time in the last decade in a political cycle for that to happen through union structures, even if you're just a worker, fucking demand. Like... There's no such thing as a magic pudding of like things don't happen because smart people or accidents, right? Industrial relations in this country hasn't changed. Organised workers win shit. And there's this whole idea of some industries are harder or fucking some employers are more hostile. It's bullshit. Hostile employers are just a longer path that have been allowed to breed by fucking ineffective union. They're employers that are barriers to workers' conditions. Some people may have to fight harder for that. And if you find yourself in a workplace that hasn't been effectively organised, then you've just got longer to wait. <coughs> but your industrial value can be utilised in exactly the fucking same way. There are no f- shortcuts or magic puddings or fucking insurance policies that you can you can buy or apply to this fucking stuff there's workers talking to workers saying we had this 100 and fucking well we had this 30 years when was fucking how what is it now 20 fucking can i count 28 years ago how it in whenever 96 96 before the wreath and that and mua all that shit beforehand Mm -hmm. australia had that it's now a richer country it's now a smarter country we now have better fucking it we have better systems and we know more and the fact that we just go, oh, this modern economy, we've just got to fucking make do. Fuck off. It's incredible, yeah, isn't it? Go and fuck, fuck yeah. yourselves. Yep, yep. We know everything now. We didn't know anything before. And yeah, look, has have the working class dropped their tool bag or filled it full of fucking the wrong tools? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, has the working, was the internet supposed to fill everyone's tool bag with fucking infinite knowledge? Yes. That hasn't worked out. But we can still talk to one another. And it's, there's no fucking shortcuts to this. So And there's, there's a genuine truth in communication when you're talking with someone one-on-one, small groups, even big groups. Like the, the better communicators can handle a bigger group. But it's um, the conversations you have with your apprentice in the work van um, when you stop for lunch. <clears throat> every conversation is not going to be about fucking class struggle, but there's always class struggle that can be slipped into most conversations. No, that's you know right. I mean? And, and let's, let's go with it, you know. We know that... We know that the working class in general, we need a better set of regulations to govern the basis of the conversation. Industrial relations is not framed properly in this country. It's inherently fucking out of kilter. And we need to ignore the fucking shouty bosses that say it's gonna, there's going to be rack and ruin because we had that. Mm. We had that. Australia was still a good place in 1995 and a half. Start going across. Start getting out of your workplace and across that. And the, the idea... and. I've seen it in really good fucking good unions. We still suffer from people that go, I pay my dues, I expect something. No, that fucking leads to zero. It needs to be across industries, across workplaces. You know, what are, what do people expect? If you join up to a gym and fucking do you expect <laughs> someone else to come and lift the weights for you? Like, it's bullshit. Yeah, Get absolutely. in there. But the time is yeah. fucking now. Same yeah, as fucking nice. If I, you may indulge me, I've talked a fucking lot of shit tonight. You've had a good go. No, it's a good... But that's all I right. I mean, it's the the points are all valid, Mick, and it's something you said to me before the election about, um, you know, the ALP may change a certain regulation, which will mean certain um, prohibited content in EBAs will now be allowed back in. But the thing is, unless workers Who's are going to fight it? for it, your boss ain't going to give it to you. No. Like, the, you can win fucking anything now, really. Like, yeah. the world's your oyster. What do you want to fucking claim and go and have a blue for, really? Yeah. Like, there is no there is no limit except your ability to fucking 
put pressure on the boss and fucking break them and get them to concede. It's a, and it's a collective struggle. That video, the con- the audio that you shared off that video is a case in point. The confidence of those workers to go on strike comes through the fact that a fucking news reporter can fucking put a microphone in some random person on the street and... Get well, it might shoe not have been obvious, but you fucking got a fucking, yeah, who had literally borne the brunt of 80s fucking neoliberalism under Thatcher, who's like, nah, fuck it, we're, we're, a different, we're bred a bit tougher in this part of the world, wherever that is, um, and I support him 100%. And that guy's, while, while no one's driving trains or whatever, he's missing out on business, he doesn't care, he's prepared to cop that. Yep. While other people Solidarity. elevate their fucking lot in life, you know? It just, it's fucking a beautiful thing. Solidarity, really yeah. fucking collectivism. As, as I explained to... Um, we've fuck, we've, we've, sorry, we've, we've fucked our community through neoliberalism and individualism. And the opportunity that is in front of like us is to change that, that fucking route. Yep. Sure, yep. we're luckier than a lot of other places, but I'll just be frank, and this is what wears me down sometimes, the fucking cesspit that we call our community at the moment is fucking putrid. Yep. It could be so much better. And that's the thing that just, I think, um, or, for or, people like us, grinds on us and wears us down over a long period of time when you know things could be so much better but all the bullshit excuses and neoliberalism and liberalism and fucking invisible hand Chicago School of Economics thought of rubbish, just fucking selfish cunt rubbish that fucking grinds on me. When you know that that's just all propaganda, so the rich can get richer and the working class can fucking suffer, it fucking shits me. Yeah, mm. that's right. We can't. The, put, the put, your hand, <laughs> put your hand up in the air in an audio sense. If you, that's your problem. Fucking knows. Well, so it's everywhere. It, it's every. It's everyone's problem. Yep. The the state the state of affairs is not a division of the fucking liberal class no. because that's only five percent. They're very united. They believe in capital, but do workers believe in the power of labour? No, they don't. No. no. And they and I've said it before. They're ready in a sense. As five percent, they are well represented in the sense that they kind of know that if they're going to keep access to their good clubs golf clubs, exclusive fucking Commonwealth clubs or fucking Tasmania clubs or whatever, they will get a tap on the shoulder and be asked to fucking do something from time to time. And if the working class had that same attitude like they used to um, in bigger numbers, that occasionally they had a talent that could be fucking used to benefit their community or whatever, whether it was speaking or fucking publicly speaking or public representing or working, you know, doing something within a workplace... They would do it because they knew that fucking it wouldn't just be them individually that would be better off they could buy a fucking nice boat, (laughs) you know. They would actually be able to fucking see old mate down the street not fucking going through rubbish cans fucking trying to get food, you know. Look, it's just – it's if we don't see that bonfire or that, you know, rubbish – we just don't see it as obvious. But it's coming. We've got tents now on the side of the fucking southern outlet, a major arterial – Kangaroo Bay here in Bell Reeve, there's fucking a camp down there. It almost seems organised because there's fucking gates being opened and that sort of stuff. If we're accepting that sort of bullshit, it's because people aren't demanding more of our fucking community leaders, whether they be council or fucking state politicians or fucking federal politicians. Well, and here's, here's a challenge to you as well. What it makes clear is because the Liberals represent so few in the community but are so successful in... Convincing otherwise. <laughs> convincing otherwise and also... Uh, pretending that they over-represent, is they have better class solidarity yes. than the class that says they have solidarity. Yep. And that's, that is, it should, be, it should be fucking painful. The only time they budge is on social issues. 
It's the only time they cross the floor. It's on stuff around gender or fucking. The moment it's fiscal, religion. They, you know, you won't see one of them deviate that's from the club. A nah. smash and grab on the centrist vote. Nah. It is. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So just before we jump off the industrial stuff, um, <laughs> just quickly because it's real fucking, it's real important, and it may not have been connected enough, particularly in Tassie, where I am. My whole fucking legacy and belief as a union person is that just because we're a little bit smaller and it makes it a little bit weirder to organise in a collective sense when you have smaller enterprises and, you know, Marxist theory is true to a point, but I don't accept that it shouldn't be explored. Like, I'm happy to fucking see how small an enterprise you can get proper distribution of wealth in, mm. and, and that is a sort of um, project that excites me and drives me. There are pockets we're, of the world where that does exist. There's good, and then we can talk about that later. But yeah, yeah, and we're, yeah, we're yeah. going okay. We're, go- yes, we're yes, going okay. Yes, yes. So... That's all right, but what um, what does bug bear me, especially, is when uh, in Tassie, as a proud Tasmanian, you have people say, "Ah, oh, well, fucking Tassie's a bit special for this reason." We end up treating ourselves as poor cousins, yep, because people don't want to be accountable in small numbers. I get that, yeah. Mm. Small communities, your your kids play footy with the boss's kids and all that. You don't want to go slap them around there, but you don't have to be stupid about it either. But here's the fucking reality: there's if there's work to be done, there's labour there to be provided and the boss can't do all that labour. That's why he employs people and that he sells your thing in surplus value of labour. Everyone gets that. It's pretty fucking obvious. Marx is right. Continues to be right. 150 years beyond the grave. Uh, anyway, someone was bringing up the other day, basically starting to make excuses. Very, very safe. Probably the hardest place to get sacked in Tasmania. I won't go too much further than that. Not a state employer. It's a national employer. Um, someone who's supposed to be a workplace leader was starting to make excuses about um, why it was a little bit harder for those workers to do anything. Mm. Um, And workers have been the victims. Unions haven't been good in leading them, particularly in Tasmania. But here's the thing. They were sort of poo-pooing the idea of strike action because in a sense that it might be old school. And the reality is that, um, as I said to him, if strike action didn't work... The highest paid workers in Australia wouldn't do it. But <laughs> at all... There's a reason why... Turns out... Some people are on twice the minimum wage. That's twice... And they're, and they're blue collar. Twice and three times. Exactly. Because striking fucking works, and it still does. And as much as you try and uh, make effectively make excuses about why that might be tough, and it is tough. Mm. It shouldn't be taken lightly, and it takes a long lead-up time to get educated and prepared for that. And... Um, it is, it's definitely a certain gearing. But that is the level a, of commitment that we're asking. That's or, right. Yeah, the the right yeah. union, the right people, the right commitment, all that. You've got to have the right principles. There's no fucking short-circuiting that. But these things, the highest-paid workers in Australia didn't have a fucking generous boss all of a sudden. They took that shit. And that is the proof that needs to be in the pudding. And that's why I just talk about that fucking demand, the demand. That's not... Um, there is nothing automatically given. There never has been for Labor. It still is an unfair system and it still will be under Labor and it probably will be in three terms. But by fuck, I hope it's a little bit fairer. But I hope that never legislation is made that removes the role of workers to fundamentally organise. Because when I think about through history things like compulsory unionism, I fucking curse what that did to the union movement because it made lazy officials, bloated, fat, fucking ineffective unions at fucking diluted delegate structures disconnected officials with rank and file members 
and then when um, the pincer movement was of neoliberalism was complete um, and Howard did a bunch of things like restrictions on the right of entry. Anyway, I'm going down the rabbit hole anyway. Anyway, let's not go back there. We're on our feet. Now's the time. Now's the fucking time. If you think that looking back through history books and forebears saying, oh, what Howard did was fucked up, now is our fucking moment in the next two political terms to get back to square and delete John Howard from the fucking history books. That is what we're fucking talking about here. Okay, here, Chris, here, good. Michael. Good, good for you, Chris. No, absolutely. But just to touch on something I'll fight that you uh, hit on there about strike action currently um, Chris in the midst a of a campaign, and all I've said to the workers is if you want what that worker standing next to you has got, they got that by going on strike. That's how they got it. If you're not prepared to do that, then set your expectations accordingly because you're not going to get it. The mm. only way you're going to get that is by doing what they did. We are not going to talk your boss into it. We know the capacity to pay is there. It's up to you to do the heavy lifting. Here's the process. Let's go. Simple as that. So, you know, nothing has changed, like Mick said, in 150 years. TikTok and Facebook and fucking Twitter and all that shit, they're just shiny things. They're not the meat and potatoes of what you need to do. No, that's right. To be, um, just something to, just to promote yeah. the fact that you're doing stuff. Yep, sure, 100%. <laughs> and it's almost, I think it's getting to um, time for uh, good work, good work, this bad boy. How long have we been going? Yeah, Is that all? Yeah. Seems like we've been here for about a week. <laughs> God, it's been that painful. It's eh? been very cathartic. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever spoken this much in my life. No, oh, it's been. It's, it's been. To be honest, great. I've enjoyed just listening to you spew out so much wisdom and knowledge, Michael. To be honest, That's, it's fucking. I don't need your fucking. It's a beautiful thing. Off Michael's cock. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> no, it's fucking awesome. Of course it is. Of course it is, Tyrone. Yes, so absolutely. So I've got about 50, 100 million memes because <clears throat> we... Been a while. Uh, it's been a while. So yeah, I've got you didn't this, do that with Richard. I was disappointed. The, I reckon the he memes? Would, I reckon he would be able to put his hand on a couple. A couple yeah. memes. Anyway, I've got this one. It's got Tweety Bird and there's a picture of Earth in the background and there's like a cherub sitting there playing a flute. And it says, if you really think taxation is theft... I can't wait until you find out about profits. Yeah. Also on a note, it's not really a meme. I just had a photo on my phone that I'm going past. We had a comrade alert us to the fact that there were fascist and neo-Nazi cells in Tasmania. And there's recently been a mainstream thing where a Bernie City Council candidate was the very recent president of the Proud Boys Tasmanian chapter. So is, is there any restriction or any shame in bashing a Nazi? No. No, there's not. So if you fucking suspect or know for a fact that someone's a Nazi, feel free to punch him in the face. That's okay. Yes. Yes. If you're jacking up prices while your CEO's salary skyrockets and your workers' wages remain stagnant, it's not an inflation problem. It's a corporate greed problem. Yes. So yep. please, right at this minute, like, yes, we've probably talked over the top of it a little bit today. There is inflation, but it's an artificial fucking construct, usually driven and created by corporate greed. It is not the absolute fucking blue moon when workers get a pay rise. Well, it's the it's the point that's been absent 
and in the distraction of the current fucking price of fuel or diesel at the oh, moment. Have I, fucking, have I got a post for you? Well, I've got one here from <laughs> Bernie Sanders, and it, like, it's a, like it just flows on. So this, this disconnection about what's actually going on. So old Bernie Sanders got a fucking wonderful little uh, infographic on this is what corporate greed is all about. He's got Chevron, Exxon, um, Shell oil companies making $93 billion in profits for the first quarter of this year, right? Apparently it's all Putin's fault. That oil prices are so high, so they made profits of ninety three billion. It's what they do with it next is the fucking interesting thing. And we've talked about this before. They spend eighty eight billion of that. So this is just following the money. Share buybacks on share buybacks, exactly. Yeah. So what happens there? The price of the stock, the demand for the stock goes higher. The share price goes higher. Who fucking wins? Almost sounds like it's rigged. It's fucking rigged because it lands in the pockets of a very small number of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've just left the company and you know, I've got share options and I'm selling them. Andrew Robb. Oh, Go and fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Andrew. I think um, I'm hopeless with names because of my dyslexia and I find it really difficult to pronounce names, but I think this guy's name is Richard Bergon. He's an MP in England. And touching on what Neil said, so now we know that BP and Shell are making £85 million in profits every single day. That's why your bills are so high. That's why we need a windfall tax that we use to lower people's energy bills. Mm. Yeah, or just have it publicly owned so there's no profit incentive in the first place. This is a dangerous area to get in. Between between, dangerous things. Yes, between memes. When I think about um, uh, arguing the merits of where the the money goes, and so every punter at the end of the day when it gets heated, they don't really give a fuck where the money's going. They're angry that they're paying a fuckload for fuel because it's an effective pay cut, let's be honest. Yes. But doesn't it bear – this is where you start to wonder about the depth of the ALP when wouldn't it be a really good effective argument to run to say here's another example of a market failing, the energy market. (laughs) That's a fucking bit of a rabbit hole, but it's self – All types of energy. Self-prophesizing, yes, all gas, fucking petro, whatever. The reality is that we get to choose where that goes. We either get to play – it makes no logical sense. We pay a hugely inflated price because we think that that's the only way you get fuel and then we're happy to for those huge profits to be openly distributed amongst, say, a dozen fucking companies as opposed to that that windfall going to Australia's GDP, which is basically Australia's collective wallet. Mm. It's, it boggles belief that we're – and this is this curtain element. The thing that scares me a little bit, like yeah, sausages made, sort of stuff. Sausages made, the WikiLeaks curtain, political funding, this sort of thing. There's a certain level of conversation, and I'm not talking about conspiracy theories here. No, no. I'm just saying what doesn't ever really make it to the mainstream. Well, it's not Where conspiracy when you look fuck? at Clive Palmer as being our number one example. But of it's, that it's, that it's yes. fuck yeah. all to do with it. It's just economics theory. It's the effect. Like, it's not like, oh, this may happen or could have happened. It's just the fucking product of where, what it produces. Where did the money go? Where was the value created and what we still accepting? And the acceptance is the fact that a lot of punters don't know where to find the information and the mainstream guides where they think they need, where they uh, should accept information. Mm-hmm. So they're not saying, this, seem, this <laughs> seems a little bit fucked up. They just go, oh, petrol's going up because of the Brent crude price in fucking Singapore or the fucking... <laughs> 
the whatever fucking Texas crude and oh, but it's not that market. It's a it's a latent effect of that market, and it's not delivered to that port. It's done at this, and, and on Thursday the markets were angry. Yeah, and it's exchanged into euros and all this shit, and it's we're just a going rubbish. Fuck off. Get like, fucked, can't. Yeah, straight up. But collectively, you know, if if I may, a big fucking criticism of collectivism in this country. I would really be fucking surprised whether. 99% of the affiliate members of the ACT, you would not be interested in something like petrol price relief. And it's sort of weird and sort of suggests maybe an ivory tower or a disconnection between how those decisions are made for the peak body of Australian unions that there hasn't been talk about maybe a boycott or selective things or a deal done between... Like, it wouldn't be hard. No, You'd no. go to one of the big petrol companies and go... Which day of the week are you going to sell cheap fuel? And they go, none. And you go, cool, which day of the week do you not want anyone filling up at your servo? Mm. And you get to the fucking, you get to the poker table pretty fucking quick, man. Very quickly. But this is the curtain thing. And I'm just a very small sausage in the sausage made machine. Oh, 100%. But we're literally sitting on the precipice of a realisation moment where people in Tasmania are going to go, hang on, but we, you know, they make that connection. It's like, it's a publicly owned generation Ah. for power. We own it. However, twelve percent at the moment. Yeah, we're about to go up twelve. But twelve percent is not going to cover it, Mick. Well, we're sort of off Mick means here a bit. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll give me some rope and I'll fucking see what I can do with it. But I fuck. I completely fucking cooked it. The, I apologise. No, no, no. It's, it's in the same. It's in the same fucking vein. We've we've got this situation at the moment where historically um, electricity prices have been on average about. Um, on selling on the market for about nine cents a kilowatt hour, and we've always paid well for a while. We've been paying around about twenty eight, thirty cents a kilowatt hour at the moment since the beginning of this year. It's been sitting at fucking somewhere between thirty and fifty cents consistently. So we're not even paying retail what they're selling. Something's going to fucking come to a head real fucking quick, and that band is going to have to be ripped off because twelve percent's fucking going to be a walk in the park compared to what we're coming into. Like literally the. It, you can look it up right now, and I can guarantee you the fucking wholesale price of electricity is in the forty-five to fifty cent range. Yeah, but it's because of, of renewables and the fact that we're not nuclear in the China virus. Yes, conveniently says yeah. says unfortunately workers that work at Hydro Tasmania, which has been <laughs> renewable for a hundred years. Yep. Anyway, that mind-bending fucking stat. <laughs> Can I lead you into another one, Neil? And oh, name. please do. We're doing please. Oh, I don't know I what we're doing. We were. It's oh, we're back. Know. We're back. We're it's back. Been, it's so been a big go. day. Go, so me. It's been a big week in football. North Melbourne beat Richmond a minute ago. <laughs> and that's a big deal because they haven't won for about six years. Um, we have often marvelled about the ability of capitalism to fucking commoditize things, which yes. is basically to keep on selling shit that no one ever thought someone would be fucking dumb enough to buy. Mm. NFTs. <laughs> so JPEGs. Unbelievable. I love right NFTs. Click, right Fuck. click, save, JPEGs. Original yeah, art. Know. These are the things that fucking yeah. trouble my small brain. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> the latest... The latest in the long line. You would have thought that when you buy something that you bought it. Oh, God. BMW introduces new heated seat subscription in UK. No way. Yeah, oh. man, have a look. For real? It's out of the what? fucking paper. I love it. I love it. So, so to, now it's, you like pay. A, it's like a Spotify subscription. You, pay but you, pa- you pay, but you pay. Oh, you pay, but you pay. As I've always said, all rent 
is theft in whatever form. That's what a beautiful thing. No, that is amazing. I love it. I love that. It was only a matter of time. It's innovation. Yeah, and that and, is that is, so is that, that is like, another exhibit in late I'm trying, stage. I'm capitalism. trying to get my head around Clark, this. No, no, no. But you're mates with Elon, so you don't get to talk. So, to him. He started it. Elon started it. So you've got like a fucking function in your car that, that you can be subscribed switched. to. You turn yes. it on, and if and if you don't. Uh, you don't they get switch it. it off. You don't yeah, get right. it. Mm. Yeah, no, fucking. Here's the pace. You get the nice lunch at the cricket club if you're a member of the club. Fair and reasonable. Even though you um, bought the. Gee, that's a bit harsh. Cricket cricket that's a bit club. soon, isn't it? For Tasmanian members of the fucking T Tasmanian members. TCA. Expecting to see a few internationals at Belrive Oval, and apparently there's not going to be any. Oh, year. didn't they figure out that there's, we don't have. We don't really have buying power in that space. None at all. Fuck, when what a ten shot. people Again. turn up, it doesn't. Yeah, anyway. Again, we're a bit um, special. So we're doing mixed memes, and <laughs> fucking. Oh, that was that was it was yes, a meme. That was a meme. It was. So here's a post that was pretty good on anti-capitalist league. I lost my business because no one wants to work. Okay, but now you get to go to work for someone else, which you've been telling your employees is a privilege. You get a chance to live that example. So exciting! Congrats. <laughs> So much slapping with wet fishes. There's there's a cartoon bong being offered to a cartoon person with the cartoon person refusing to accept the bong. And it says, no thanks, I like having my panic attack sober the way God intended. Uh-huh. This is so good. So on that vein, there's a... Uh um, a conservative lady who's dressed, you know, in a power suit, holding like some sort of automatic assault rifle. Um, Christian Natalist Rep, uh, I think how you say her name is. No oh, fuck, I'm going to butcher this. It's M A R J O R I E. How do you? What's Marjorie? Marjorie, there you go. How's, Marjorie Taylor Green. How's your meme? Oh yeah, she's good. Yep. So not even on why cooked. on why Spanish should not be spoken in oh, a yeah. white Christian nation like Jeez. America. Oh my God. Right. If English was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for <laughs> us here. Oh my God. <laughs> Few the, problems with that. The irony. Well, <laughs> couple of issues. The name of the. Couple of probs. Country. Jesus. Anyway. Here's, here's one. I love these old fucking depictions of, awesome. or old um, pickups of really weird, bizarre, pretty fucking disturbing old pictures. We've had some belters over the journey. So here we have a, a female peasant uh, recoiling from the sight of a skinny-looking Satan devil with a wheelbarrow, but he has a wheelbarrow because he's dick is actually the same size as him and he's carrying it in a wheelbarrow. And this is an old painting. Right. So giant knobbed demon Satan looking guy, scared female peasant. Text, Satan, good morning, madam. Anything from the penis trolley? Woman, anything a little bit less penisy? Satan, just giant penis, I'm afraid. <laughs> You go. You find the deepest, so darkest got, places in the internet. So I've got a good one, and it's it's Grover, and he's dressed as a surgeon, and he's in um he's in like an operating theatre, and there's all sorts of gear behind him and whatever, and he's looking at looking at you like waving your hand, and it says it's like a book cover, and it says I'm sorry you can't afford to be alive, and other stories of America. Oh, the Americans are cooked. Chase has been doing a wonderful job on. Um, just periodically highlighting the ridiculous disconnect and then trying to make some connection. The uh, Rupert Murdoch, Murdoch's recently divorced. They covered that one. Rupert to divorce after getting caught fucking America. Um, the flood situation. <laughs> the flood situation in Australia. Um, 
they, I love this one for the people who have been doing hard work on climate and all the rest of it. Angus Taylor praises fossil fuel lobby lobby for delivering drought relief. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck's sake! Oops. But that's just probably Marxist propaganda, so don't pay any attention to that. That was weird. That was weird. the Marxist thing lately. Oh yeah. Well, that's just that's yeah. That's just. She's Yeah, because they're trying to. They think it wins votes, and yeah, they just. It's just. It's it's a classic example when that we need to raise the expectation of people to put pressure on good Labor politicians and think about becoming them as well, because yep. um, we all should have the ability to. Have a voice. Cool. And, so, and when the fucking... Shut, shut up, Chris. Yeah, fucking go for it, Chris. Shut up, Chris. Well, no, no. I'm just trying to keep things moving Shut along. up, Chris. Move so, it. Move Can- it. Can- Can- Candace Owens is a right-winger in the States. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, comrades in America. We just can't help it. Um, Candace Owens did say, did say, after everything they know and all the fucking smackdowns on Twitter, this thing has like fucking 13,500 retweets with the smackdown saying how dumb it is. Um, once the land, so she's right winger, and this is just a statement to the world. It's not like response to anything. Once the landowners default, the big banks will swoop in and buy all the land. This is what is happening right now in this country. The big banks are colluding with the government to ensure that they own everything. This is how communism. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. I was wondering where the fuck that yeah, was. Like, like punch <laughs> self. It's like the biggest self dick punch. That's the amazing. most forceful self-dick punch it could ever be. Fucking, oh, I fucking love it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So Boris Johnson, it turns out, as a kid, looked like a real little fucking idiot. Oh, so, yes, I've seen this one. Go so for that's, it. I love that's it. That's juxtaposed it. with the modification of a Durex who make condoms, condoms, do great work, good for you, should be free, everywhere, shouldn't be a private thing. And it, the caption has been changed to suggesting because we all know what could happen. <laughs> with a young Boris Johnson and to that end fucking cheers oh fucking good cheers the microphone because Boris Johnson is fucking gone what a piece of shit what mm. a piece of shit so as this, long as something changes <laughs> this is uh, a Forrest Gump one so Forrest Gump's in front of Lieutenant Dang and the word um, the captions are when a worker says they're a capitalist and then Forrest is saying to Lieutenant Dang but you ain't got no capital, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Here's one. It was a good uh, post on Twitter, and it was, what's a good job for someone who doesn't want to work? And someone's commented, Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> that was obviously aimed at our departed fucking Prime Minister. I love how he, he stayed on it, um, the memes that come up around, the fact that he wasn't in a rush to leave Kirribilli, and he was, yeah. he was squatting on fucking publicly owned. Fucking yeah, <laughs> full squatting. <laughs> Bloke without a job. Yeah. Yep. So here's one with a, you know, people must not really think about writing a headline online. Some of them must just go pump out whatever the fuck is supposed to be news. Let's just churn that shit. So it says, MIT scientists created a, uh, inverted commas, psychopath AI robot by feeding it violent content from Reddit. And that's just a single thing, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> Some dude, I glide like Overchin. This is his name. Hey, quick question. What the fuck? <laughs> but when you think about it, why is AI only ever used to like kill people or do bizarro shit? Why isn't it used for exclusively for medicine or fucking oh, yeah. delivery or yeah. preparing things or helping the disabled or some fucking oh, thing? Oh, jeez, we couldn't have that. Then we wouldn't have workers to exploit and then the fucking wheels would fall off. Oh, the fuck, I didn't know that, Chris. Model. That's good. Anyway... <clears throat> 
That's why. Wait, there's um, a picture of a fuckhead looking <laughs> redneck cunt with a stupid fucking Blue Lives Matter hat on and he's holding up a T-shirt <laughs> with an AR-15 on it and it says, don't forget, in America, being a liberal is like being on the left. They say liberalism yeah, yeah, is yeah, a left yeah, thing. Yep, yep. And his T-shirt says he looks happy as a pig and shit about it. He's a fuckhead. I lubricate, I lubricate my AR-15 with liberal cum. Yeah, lovely. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> a, fucking idiot. He's a smart boy. So I've got one in a similar vein. <laughs> Shut it's up, Chris. Some um, right-wing redneck fucking idiot in the US with all his fucking combat gear on and an AR rifle and fucking st- tough and fucking staunch as fuck. And the wording is, I will not live in fear. And then down the bottom it says, things he fears. Black people, brown people, immigrants, Democrats, women, male in voting, Jews, journalists, Antifa, Muslims, Black Lives Matter, gay marriage, environmentalists, mandatory vaccines, vegans, equality, black presidents, progressives, cancel culture, black helicopters, scientists, professors, books, George Soros, Michael Bloomberg, Bill Gates, windmill cancer. Sharia law, <laughs> sanctuary suits, and foreign food. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking. A, that's mic drop. That's yeah, fucking, that's, you just owned it. That's awesome. Let let me try and run up that hill real quick. So three stage beam. Here's it says: Never ask a woman her age, a man his salary, or what these companies were doing during World War Two. <laughs> oh, and there's yes. Ford, IBM, Nestle, Alcoa, Rio Tinto. So basically, people that were backing in. Um, anything Third that right. would make money, mm. like a certain brand of politics in Germany. Yes. In uh, 1930s. the 1930s onwards. Yeah, Let's have a bet each way, you motherfuckers. Have a bet each way. Nothing like a bet each way. Uh, starting to think it was a mistake to invest in tax cuts for the rich people instead of infrastructure for like uh, an entire generation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so has everyone seen the four, the. The meme in four stages with the brain activity developing mm. into like an explosion. Mm-hmm. The f- first stage, standing proudly for the anthem. So this is obviously an American one. Second stage, remaining seated for the anthem. Bit more activity. Third one, kneeling for the anthem. Whoa. Fourth one, deliberately timing your shit during the anthem. That's like got ra- like brainwaves fucking firing everywhere. Last stage, standing up and deliberately shitting your pants during the anthem. <laughs> It is a weird. I don't. I don't think we understand it properly in Australia how fucking um, conditioned people are to the f- sky cloth and the anthem and all that. Oh, it's like, amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking crazy. So I got got this meme and it's um, <laughs> oh, Captain Kirk and Doctor Spock and there's like they're like looking over a, a comrade that's fallen down face down like he's fucked, like been knocked out and he's fucked. And the captions are, "It's as we feared, Captain." They made him wear a mask in a shop and his dick fell off. <laughs> That's it's so good. In it, fucked. So never fear the anti-China, anti-Reds under the bed fucking campaigners. Oh, I love it. So we all, we all would have a fairly good idea that drone warfare has been a pretty exclusive thing of the West mm. that we've introduced to the world because we're really the only imperialists that go around the world fucking trying to pretend we don't have troops here. We just fucking blow people up with drones, sometimes troops. Uh, so a US paper is led with the chin a little bit here <laughs> and in isolation said, China has made drone warfare global. Big call. 
And the stats on that are China, zero drone strikes. United States, over 14,000. Jesus. <laughs> and, and, and ongoing and rising. Fuck's mm. sake, eh? Oh. Yeah. Here we go. Whoa. Whoa, man. Here's what I'm going to say. So there's a photo from fucking Reagan's era. He's on a pl- He's inside a plane. Good old Ronald. Good old Ronald. Inside a plane with a scoped bolt-action rifle looking down the sights for like a photo op on a plane. Mm-hmm. And it says, Reagan shooting the economics about to trickle down to minorities. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he, here's one on trickle down. You must have read my mind. And it's a um, tweet that was put up and it says, stop making fun of older kids who still believe in Santa Claus. There are grown men who still believe in trickle down economics. Fuck yeah. Yes. A picture with um, a pretty fucking feral looking dude with a MAGA hat on. So Trump sort of dude. Um, he's on the left and Jesus is on the right. The MAGA dude says, we made sure they can't hurt more babies for you. About Roe v. Wade, which yeah. is another fucking oh, whole right. can that yeah, yeah, yeah. we Fuck. should fucking deplore at all costs. And Jesus on the right says, I'm literally not even real. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus like, memes. Got a good one about Jesus. Shut up, Neil. So he's sitting there and there's um, a crowd around Jesus and he's nursing a young child. And he's like, so I get back to Earth and they've put all these crosses everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? You think if JFK came back, he wants to see fucking sniper rifles everywhere? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here's another one. Capitalism is the extraordinary belief that the nastiest of men for the nastiest of motives will somehow work for the benefit of all. Yep, it's good. Anyone uh, Keynesian. Un- unfo- Keynesian. unfortunate enough to be familiar with who Prue McSween is? Oh, bleh. Been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. Right. Serial pest on morning show Fuck TV. Yep. Fucking putrid Right wing talking head, just a fucking absolute goon. Idiot. So she's put a tweet up saying, hope you can join me soon on hashtag Credlin at Sky News Australia where we discuss the big issues and provide a reality check. And a dude called Alan Baxter has responded, replied and said, I'd rather saw my legs off with a rip strip from a box of glad wrap. <laughs> yeah, no, I did say that. Good lad. Good lad. Well, we, we're going to have to wrap things up because we're kicked into the Shut, Just because you've fucking got no memes, shut no, up. No, we've got fucking 50 hundred memes, but we've gone into the two-hour mark. Here we go. Uh, there's the World Economic Forum, well-known lefty fucking propaganda rag, <laughs> as a headline. And this is absolutely soft propaganda. Psychologists say a good life doesn't have to be happy or even meaningful. And then someone with a fucking fuck capitalism tag has said, this is literally capitalist propaganda, which is true. Try and convince us that there is uh, dignity in work. Is, wasn't that... Stop it. Remember fucking Eric Abet saying that? Oh. There is dignity in work. Mm. Fuck you, Eric. Um, you talking about people that got fucked off, fuck you, Eric. You lost your seat. Well, there's... Yes. Some, sometimes I forget that Elon Musk has always been a privileged rich kid and Elon Musk's daddy owned an emerald mine and Elon Musk walked around with jewels in his pocket and Elon Musk didn't start Tesla. He just ousted the founders and Elon Musk never invented anything sometimes. Hmm. That happened. Yeah. <clears throat> Someone on Twitter. That halo is fucking dropping too, which is good to see. Fucking fantastic it is. 
but he keeps doubling down, create, inventing crypto and dumping crypto and then trying yeah. to fucking pump Tesla. And, oh, my God. Twitter, that's backfiring. I don't even think. Ah, oh, fucking. But anyway. Wait on, Chris. Sesame so someone, someone has grabbed the Twitter handle of Harold Holt, which is good. Good on, Harold. <laughs> and they have taken a real good opportunity, with a th- which I think is really important, across working class solidarity to start. Obviously, it's important to recognise issues that are important to people like gender and sexuality and things that have been used as wedges. Mm-hmm. But as a really good fucking uh, idea to promote some healing of that, Harold Hold on Twitter says, in Australia, there are only two genders, sick cunts and shit cunts. <laughs> <laughs> and without at all undermining anyone's um, social movement for recognition or fucking justice, I think that is a really, really good connection point to it's, say, mm. let's just fucking link arms. And if you're a member of your union, you're fucking good enough for me. It's good. So I this, love it. This means Big Bird is sitting on some steps with a book reading to some children. And the book is the Communist Manifesto, and it says, S is for seize the means of production. (laughs) Here's one with a, must have been a scene out of a movie with a quote, but the top frame is the Supreme Court of America. Fuck you all quite to death, you cunt, because that's, they've done some reasonably disgusting things. Strange what form of democracy when so much democracy can happen to much And you can stack people. it. You can actively, Easy. knowingly stack it politically and say that it's justice. Mm-hmm. So there's them sitting there smiling like they're actually fucking decent people, all crusty and white. There's a token black dude there. And the bottom frame is a dude reading the news and it says, now, this might strike some, uh, some viewers as harsh, but I believe everyone in the picture should die. <laughs> <laughs> Good no lies detected. Good on that person. Begin the purge. Um, so here's a meme, and it's a picture of a woman who's like fully freaking out with her hands up, like just in hysterics. And the words are, we want to tax billionaires and give you health care. And then the, the language written across the lady freaking out is people who make 30K a year. Yes, mm. absolutely. Twitter handle God, which is has been quality over a long yes, period of time. Yes, has been, yes. It says, one day someone should start a religion based on the teachings of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Inviting some fucking bullshit responses. First one is, Gandhi said it perfectly. I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. Pretty fucking good call, if you think about it metaphorically. Second follow-up is, that's my second favourite Gandhi quote. Right after the time he was asked what the thought of sever- he thought of Western civilization, and he said, "I think it would be a very good idea." <laughs> <laughs> if that's uh, if that is even true, it is really fucking funny. It's fucking good. <laughs> so here's words written on a toilet wall somewhere. The caption is, "Yeah, I read theory." So someone's written on the toilet wall, "I love milfs and communism," and then someone's written underneath it. What if the MILF hated communism? And then they've replied, then they're not a MILF, obviously. (laughs) Here's a picture of a carer helping an elderly person on a frame to do something. And the elderly person, uh, they're, they're wearing an American flag for a jacket. And they are saying, I'm the land of the free. And the carer is saying, sure, America, let's get you back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So here's one. If you all remember that fucking shit cunt, Kyle Rittenhouse, who was a teenager that drove a couple of states with his fucking assault rifle to go and shoot people during a Black 
Lives Matter protest somewhere and then pleaded self-defence. Young Kyle. And he atoned for his sins by doing some shit and cleaning up some things. So anyway, this person's posted, For those of you sharing pictures of Kyle Rittenhouse cleaning up graffiti, here's Charles Manson playing a church. Sorry. Here's Charles Manson playing a guitar in church. Yes, that is so, fuck. That was good. I, that story. I, yeah, that is that sharp. Is such a, yeah, that fuck is yeah. There's a story that. around Charles Manson is fucking so layered. Yeah. Yes, absolutely mm. it is. Um, and that that probably deserves its own fucking potty. It, yeah. In the in the Dergs episode. Yep. In the so I'm going to finish up because we need to fucking get on. No, with no, it. I got more. Shut um, up. So here's Jesus. He's in the Garden of Eden. Jesus is in the garden all alone, talking to God Himself. Uh. So as in. Talking to himself because he's fella, God. The big fella. Well, Jesus is God and all the rest of it. So he's talking to himself. Anyway. No, he's no Jesus Neil, read the Bible. And someone who wasn't there writes what was said. What's up with that? <laughs> Gonna fucking get rid of that. Christmas, the time of year when all faiths put away their beliefs and celebrate paganism. Uh, yes. Fed sees more. I oh, see so his one's like a massive fucking container ship. And Chris, then down the bottom, you're making it go longer. When then you down the bottom, there's longer. a there's a kid just like freaking out and hysterical and bawling his eyes out. So the writing at the top is: Fed sees more than sixteen tons of cocaine at Philadelphia terminal. And down the bottom, the kid that's like crying and really upset, and it says the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> so someone with a Twitter handle of Major Tom, and this is in the um, aftermath of Roe v Wade, which allowed certain fucking generally remove the right to an abortion and certain states have put really severe state restrictions on that, mm. out- outlawing the practice, which is very fucking unhealthy, very bad for communities, very bad for women's health, all sorts of things. It's just the most unjust, old-school Christian fucking handmaid's tale shit you've ever seen. But I really, really love this fucking tweet. Read between the lines here um, because they're basically trying to start a like a fucking... Uh, what did they call it with the the Watt Railway when they were smuggling slaves out of slave states? What do they call it? The something railway? Oh, fuck. Anyway, mm. so that's that's the vibe here. Major Tom says, if you're a person who suddenly finds yourself with a need to go camping in another state, a state friendly towards camping, just know that I'll happily drive you, support you, and not talk about that camping trip to anyone ever. Because it's got to that fucking point. And I just, I thought it was fucking great. And obviously there's going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of good comrades in America that are going to run the Underground Railway or whatever the fuck they called it as a metaphor. But um, be fucked if it wasn't happening right here in Australia. Um, That would be one of the most simple fucking ways to help comrades out mm. going around um and if and some of these laws are so insidious that they actually it's sort of like a positive reward to dob someone in for seeking termination of a pregnancy and i i can't describe it well enough because it's only going to be mansplained but it's no, no. all sorts of fucked up not to minimize the fucking what's at the core of the struggle there but it comes down to fucking people wanting the ability to fucking um, express their power, their privilege, and all the rest of it. You know, it's just, it, there are so many different reasons why a pregnancy needs to be aborted, not That's just right. the fucking, for the ones that get promoted as being, you know, choice or whatever, and it's being like, oh, it's a life, you shouldn't kill a life, and all that sort of stuff. There's a million fucking reasons. But it's why the, the, fucking, the hypocrisy of it all is just right. like fucking shit to me. Again, because no, no you're can. born, they don't give a fuck. That's and, right. And why should, that, why should anyone have the power over someone mm-hmm. else's body? That's in right. any circumstance. And that's what frustrates yeah. a fuck out of me with this conservatism, which is we, the 
Christian in Australia, Christian liberals or in America, Christian conservatives who are all like, right to have a gun, right to fucking do that, <laughs> the gov- no government intervention, mm. except when it comes to females' bodies. Like, it is literally the 15th century King James edition yeah. two of the fucking Bible. Especially like, in America where there's no assistance to a single The, the Handmaid's Tale was supposed to be a pretty gripping fucking drama. Yes. It wasn't supposed to be a documentary. Yeah, or a guide. Shivers down spines kind of shit there. Oh, well. Let's have a listen to Julian then. Let's see what he has to say. Because the goal is not to completely subjugate Afghanistan. The goal is to use Afghanistan to wash money out of the tax bases of the United States, out of the tax bases of European countries, through Afghanistan and back into the hands of a transnational security elite. That is the goal, i.e. the goal is to have an endless war, not a successful war. I am starting to understand why he's in jail. <laughs> Saying dangerous things. <laughs> yeah. Gets you fucking put in jail. No lies detected. Probably his only crime was saying it out loud. That's yeah. the one, yeah, yeah. And Because if he's out free, he'll continue saying them. And, and just... Got, um, and the hypocrisy of the everything Russia does is a war crime. Oh, Has everyone forgotten sake. about WikiLeaks still? <laughs> and sure, fuck Putin sake. is probably a piece of shit. And yep, if Russia has committed war crimes, prosecute him. Yep. But we walked past, literally stepping over a dead body. We walked past WikiLeaks, mm. and now we're prepared to go, this is different war crimes because it's not capitalist <laughs> oh, country war crimes. But they are capitalist, but anyway. When it is, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. up, Chris. We're not going into whether Russia's capitalist, but you get it. West, the West, sorry. Mm. The West. Right. So Fuck you. Um, we're going to wrap things up because we need to. But no, on that, I've got one more. But on that funny. note, no, you don't. I but do. on that note. So, Jesus, there's a photo of someone looking out the window oh, of a car <laughs> with like a really old, white, pretty, pretty mundane looking Jesus looking out the window. And it says, stop asking Jesus to take the wheel. Cars didn't exist 2,000 years ago and he has absolutely no idea what he's doing. And the Jesus out of the car says, I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is and I'm scared. <laughs> The metaphor for people saying Jesus is in control of God, um, let him in. Anyway, Chris, thank you. Oh, mate, you cut in too quick there. Oh, mate, that got done for running guns and organising coups in South America. I can't think of his name. American fucking grub CIA guy that got done and sent to jail, and Trump fucking pardoned him and. Can't think of his name, oh, but the, you know the guy I'm talking about. Oh, his name's on the tip of my tongue. He yeah. had a he, Bolton, John yeah. Bolton. So he got, he gets pardoned or whatever. So he's on the radio and some or the news show or whatever, and the host is like, "Oh, you know, fucking, you don't have to be that smart to fucking do a coup, and it's fucking pretty easy and whatever." And he's like, "Well, actually, as someone who's been involved in coups, not here but other countries, you actually do have to be pretty smart, and it takes a fucking fair bit of time and effort." <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've seen on Twitter. That was this week, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Righto, so we're just fucking, we're not even going to pretend anymore. The warmongering, the death, we're the blood on that pretending. guy's hand. Fucking, that be a war crime? Could be a war crime. <laughs> Depending on which... I can't make my squeaky anyway. voice anymore. It's the Any, same thing, it's the, the same fucking thing. Say the quiet thing out loud. But they've been there saying it all. This week's been amazing. Like, if we're doing closing statements, well, I'll just finish on that one with the Joe Biden touching down in... Um, in uh, Israel this week. Oh, Sleepy Joe. He's on the tarmac. And in the context of saying you don't have to be black to support Black Lives Matter, he also said you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. And it was like, holy fuck. fuck. I'm thinking, no, I'm watching a meme where the voices have been altered. I went back and I watched it. and 
you don't that have one more to time. be a Jew to be a Zionist. But what was the whole? What was the context of the conversation? Because it's in the supporting the struggle, which if you take it out to its natural who, fucking extension. Sorry, who the fuck said that? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. The president. He was off his meds again. <laughs> there, is no, there is no reason for a fucking classical conservative shithouse president to say that. He said the fuck. He said it out loud. I, was just, I could not fucking believe it. Well, and again, solidarity with the power in Israel and a large portion or a large pack that obviously supported his last election, and yeah. he felt he needed to say it. The weird thing is that he didn't think that that would be broadcast around the world. The reality is it didn't get onto ABC in Australia. It didn't oh, get onto not. fucking. But this was like on Thursday this oh, week. Like it's not fucking fuck. Yeah, I I have nowhere to put that because it <laughs> it's like supporting the struggle of the marginalised Jew by support. In the context of Second World War, by supporting the struggle of or the project of Zionism, which is fucking basically to oppress, because it was about J- Jerusalem. That's why they were all there, wasn't it? Yeah, he's on his tour. He's, and well, the other thing is, he just he sh- was he fist bumped fucking, um, uh, M, what's his name, the Saudi prince. Like he literally oh, went no from that way. statement one day to the next day with a photo op with fist bumping. What's his name? MLB or yeah, MS? just oh, the, yeah. the guy just who was at the organised murderer guy, Kashoji. Organised murderer. Didn't even dismember a bloke, but we forgot about it. Mm. So he's basically golf. saying golf that will bring the world together. Golf, anyway. Sure. Sorry. No, no, no. You Sorry. didn't so have seen. I thought you must have seen it. No, but so he's saying that you don't. The Zionist goal of basically fucking genocide. Um, genocide of someone else, but capitalising on the region that the old book gave him. You don't have to be a Jew to support that. No. He wasn't saying, oh, my God. It's fucking dark. Fuck. It's really For dark. Real? Yes. I'm I sort thrilled. of thought it was the other way, like Zionism isn't really cool and Jews, real Jews are great, um, and there's a difference between Judaism and Zionism. No. But he's saying the opposite. Yes. Saying that even if you're not a Jew, you should back Zionism. Here's, yes. here's what he said. You don't need to be a Jew to be a Zionist. President Biden made his point upon arriving in Israel today, oh. and it just got, yeah. Yeah, it goes on. He's he's basically, and then Fuck. you don't need to be a woman to be a feminist. You don't need to be a black to support civil rights, and you don't need to be Jewish to be a Zionist. Oh no! Like, holy fuck! It's like talk about misguided context. Because yeah, well, that is the biggest zigzag. That one paragraph is the biggest zigzag of all time. The complete yeah. misalignment of values is like he, he's is basically really? supporting ethnic cleansing of a minority in being the Palestinian. Exactly, that's right, and that, and the appropriation of land and all the yeah, rest of it. You know who I would be like? I'm dumbfounded with that. But if I was a feminist, or I am a feminist, but I'm not a female, so I have to take a fucking second degree. But fuck to equate yeah. feminism. It's, the, it's fucking everywhere. To yeah. equate feminism with fucking Zionism. What the? F- I know. Struggle of of, just- of the underdog. Yeah, yeah. Typical fucking. What? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm not surprised by sorry, that lad, at all. I'm fucking. It's fucked. But yep. Sometimes. Anyway, the sausage factory, the PA system says the thing. Says the thing out loud. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, okay. so it's been a big week for that. So that, 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 that actually trumped my coup comment. So I'm pretty. Upset. I'll coup you in Bolivia. It's, I'll fucking fight. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to, but it's fucking. It's just that. If they're getting lazy, the people in power, the circles they mix in, well, the lack of contact, and the lack of contact with the average person and their actual struggle, like their real struggle, is being fucking misappropriated for the purpose of imperialism yep. 
and old school colonialism and fucking. I can't. It's I just, can't deal with that. It is fucking incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and then you're the I next shall, day. I shall deal with it, but I can't believe the fucking blatant like just how they don't give a fuck. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes there's they like a squeak countries. They don't when care. something gets said. The quiet thing gets said out loud. I can't believe how it's how quiet that fucking look. It, if you can find it on on the net, fuck, but you can't find it on the ABC News, the Channel Nine News, nothing because it fucking it gives it's too much squinty eye. People go, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, and it proposes that the political establishment in America is um, just quietly or now loudly fucking support Zionism, which just for a fucking split hairs here, mm. for anyone that doesn't know, because um, anti-Semitism is so fucking divisive and quickly seized upon. Mm-hmm. There is a fucking difference between being a Jew and a Zionist. It's Massive a, a difference. There's a difference. It's not a slither of air. It's a gap that's the wide as a football field. You know, it's a big difference. Sure. Massive fucking difference. Yeah. Fucking hell. One is a capitalist. One, one yeah. is a fucking colonial imperial project of acquiring land and wealth and value probably, and accumulating probably wealth. the expense of the Palestinian people existing... At all. At all. Yeah, and the number one reason... Oh, fuck, it just... The geo... And it talks to why Iran's a problem because they've got um, uranium wealth and all this fucking shit. It just... The reason why there was a problem with Iraq because Iraq's also got uranium and all this this sort of... It just goes on and on and And fucking on. And it should be noted that if you actually do... um, You look at the... This issue we're talking about in totality, you will find um, fundamentalist Jews... um, traditional dressing Jews in the heart of Jerusalem who regularly rally in support of Palestinian people because they are, as Jewish people, it's not a black and white issue, um, and Judy, not everyone that believes in Judaism supports the fucking annihilation of Palestinians and the continuing bullshit that's going on there. So you mm. can see they will rally. Like the same people that on the news will, you'll probably be made to feel like all people with like traditional long sideburns and fucking yep. the hat and all that sort of stuff at the wall with the the long dress and shit like that will be hating on Palestinians. They'll rally in support of Palestinians. They're right. going, this is not us. We, our religion is about peace, which a lot of the Abrahamic religions were at heart. Mm-hmm. Zionism is another fucking political bastardization of this thing, and yep. it's something else entirely. It's opportunist, opportunistically using the platform of whatever they choose to associate with for the purpose of acquiring wealth and land and resources and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's fucking... That's fucking it's nuts. dark man. as fuck. It's almost... Well, this Biden's orb moment, moment, you know what I mean? Like with the with the Saudis and yeah, that yeah, weird yeah. fucking thing where you all put the hands this, on the orb and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, was, was that weirder or was when all <laughs> the fucking churches, the fucking evangelicals rocked up and were all touching in the and they were all praying in the Oval Office and mm. it's fucking weird. it looked like yeah. they had mad... Wanking concentration faces. Yeah, and this is the problem. Just to wind it up, oh, this is, and this is the problem when you don't have a connection. An agenda for a podcast. We in, talk shit for too long. I get you, it, Neil. When you have inequality amongst voice, power, and um, the distribution of wealth, this is where you end up. In weird spaces where the people in power get there, selling one story, and then fucking talk the language of their bubble, which is people who also happen to fucking own and a lot of clearly are in control of the bong. And don't share that shit. Or the crack fight. They are con- they are fucking consolidating the use of the bong. 
Oh, we're drifting. All right, come on. Come on. <laughs> right, anyway, anyway, shut up. Shut up. So sign out. Anyway, I, so I, I shut up, up. Chris, fuck up. We finished. It's fucking wind up time. Yeah, it is. But uh, Closing what stands. I did want to say is... Oh, fuck, here we go again. Uh, so I'm, gonna gra- I'm only going to grandstand for another 10, 15 no, minutes. All right, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to have a piss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Neil Saved is sparing himself. He's not going to piss at all. He's going home. Yeah. The van is going to start yeah, up. Is that enough? Fuck. Where the fuck's Neil? It's, enough. it's been emotional. But in this time of relative cause for celebration in terms of what we talked about at our last potty and the potties before. It's not all doom and gloom. It is not all doom and gloom. There is work to do, but the campaign starts now. Political fucking movements are empty vessels. They will be filled with fucking people we don't like if it's not people you do like or people like you, me, and the fence post. Less so me, It's that's a metaphor. So... I am fucking really happy and I give absolutely non-spiritual or religious thanks. I am grateful for not only the welfare of my own family, but every family that requires um, a better rub of the green and a better fucking prospect for the future in terms of distribution of our country's massive wealth, of our fucking things like the NDIS, of a better education system, the chance for fucking what should be seen as just for everyone that's a humanist. We're not asking for much. Like, if you care about other human beings, what happened in May was a fucking good win for human beings. But there has to be accountability in Canberra. So I fucking... I just want to fucking take that take that time. Like, if I'm being honest, I thought after May 21, if Labor got in and the result was about as good as it po- could have possibly get, I thought I was going to be wandering through fucking... Parks, eating grass, lying on the ground in fucking ecstasy for a little while. I wasn't, but I think that's because it's apparent that the political machine needs maintenance. People who maintain that in a working sense for working people are workers. So fucking shoulders back to the wheel. Just know that we're not pushing it uphill anymore. We're just doing a different task, but we're back in the trenches fighting a different kind of war. So I fucking hope that you are doing well on this fine day, comrades. Brilliant. Absolutely. Any homework for the listener, Michael? Haven't you been listening to... (laughs) (laughs) It's back... Like, think about an EBA where potentially the vehicle of an EBA has lost its fucking focus and utility, where I'm of a view, industrially, we've been talking about these old-school industrial tactics. If you fucking wait till the time to bargain an EBA to start getting fighting fit or preparing for the battle, it's too late. The time to prepare for that is in advance. Use simple fucking military tactics which have held up the test of time. Like one of my fucking faves is reading old schools like Sun Tzu quotes. It's around fucking 700 years ago or so. Six, five, you know, what's 200 years? 500 years ago. His adaptation and his assessment of how to battle or fucking contest something, even if it's not in a violent sense, still holds up today. You either have leverage or you don't. So the same way as enterprise bargaining requires preparation beforehand, my view is that if we wait till the next election to start worrying about a second term, we are already fucking cooked. And there are many positive reasons why we should find the energy to start preparing for the next election now so we can fucking lock that shit down. Because if we start fucking trying to get fighting fit when a six-week election is called, that's not going to fucking end super well for workers. I wouldn't have thought for reasons we've already stated for the last 50, 100 hours. Thank you. Bye. Yep. 
That's it. Thanks, Mick. Just uh, thanks for the Dorothy halfway through my sign off. Fuck you. Chris. Awesome. It's been a it's been a while between drinks for our potty. We haven't been as regular as we would like to be. But however, fucking everyone's busy these days, and I'm sure you can appreciate that. I have a foot cramp, and I'm talking in Chris's microphone. Thanks oh. for taking the time for listening to the potty. If you have my homework for you is to look up everything Jane McAlevey related. So on YouTube or on podcast or literature books and shit and fucking read watch listen to all that shit because she's awesome it is a brave new world however like i pointed out before the boss won't give you anything unless you can mobilize to action and generally that's around mass strike action at your workplace to get the things it is that you say that you want so bear that in mind and set your expectations accordingly unionism isn't a fee for service it's up to you to put the effort in. See you on the picket lines and uh, have a good one. Terrific. Yes, a couple of good podcast suggestions there, Clarky, with the uh, the Jane McLeavery. Um, another couple, a uh, good episode, Lex Friedman, which is a bit of a weird one because he's a friend of Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, so it was hilarious that he got uh, Richard Wolf on his podcast, which actually turned out to be an amazing podcast, which went to the core of the critique of capital and understanding the differences between socialism, Marxism um, and communism, which was really good. So I recommend people look that up, Lex Friedman uh, and his conversation with uh, Richard Wolff. Another one that I got put Bel- on to... Belter. By, yeah, it was pretty good. One to bookmark, actually, you can go back good. to on a regular basis. The other, uh, Another one um, I got put on to uh, recently... Uh, by a good friend of the show, Laurel. Shout out to Laurel. Is one called the D Program. It's fucking hilarious. It's a, a podcast. An American, uh, another fella from Eastern Europe somewhere, and a fella from uh, from um, Iraq. And uh, the dry, self-deprecating humour that goes between the three of them is um, is pretty good. And I've only listened to a couple of episodes, but they look at the the core of uh, the power or, or the lack of power within working class and disconnect between the um, different countries and the way we look at organising societies and all the rest of it and it's it's pretty funny so recommend those um, and if you've got any suggestions send them through keep sending them through there's plenty of fucking good ones out there do something we are in an amazing opportunity at the moment we have a good government in power and if we don't collectively do small things often um, the opportunity we miss and we'll be fucking whinging again about how fucking bad the Conservatives are when they get in power. So the moment is now. Don't fucking sit on your ass. Get up, get active, and get involved. The future is now. And also, as a matter of statistics, my blood alcohol is probably 50 hundred point... 50 hundred. <laughs> and out. And out. That was a lot different there to the last go. one you guys did with fucking Richard D-